and we are live hey concrete hey girl what's going on with you nothing honey anniversary up here celebrating happy anniversary to you and bro curlin how is your anniversary going how is your day like what's tea girl we have been chilling around we're gonna take a trip Mm -hmm. um before the well next week i think yeah next week because we're chilling this weekend so we're gonna take us a trip next weekend but it's been an eventful day oh gosh lord (laughs) i've been um around here head first in the fuckery um so um got a chance to do a live stream with curlin a few minutes ago mm-hmm. clearing my husband's name okay. uh finally cleared his name and um we posted up for a little bit so mm-hmm. if you guys didn't catch that um catch the catch it over on tough talk tv or sister george um yeah we when we finally got it together because it took us a minute honey i think we were both excited and like mm-hmm. we're gonna finally get this shit out the way today and um you know uh we running too fast girl moving too fast the audio that's was screwy good. but we got it we finally got it together okay mm-hmm. well that's all that matters is y'all mm-hmm. finally got it together yes honey so um definitely make sure y'all check the replay out uh for that and um so y'all can hear um uh, you know bro curlin be able to clear his name and um danny and bro curlin be able to sit down and just clear the air on a few things that's been floating around in these parks yes 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 absolutely what have you been up to how's your week going girl um my week has been um pretty good it has really 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 been pretty good like starting with last friday's i had a very last friday i had a um very busy weekend filled with like birthday activities and just you know um it was like very low-key birthday low-key in the sense that i didn't do like a big celebration but i had you know several dates with my loved ones and just got to celebrate and um I had a really just good weekend it was good all around i'm definitely satisfied and um yeah and then we got to meet up yesterday for brunch child why am i still dreaming about them biscuits though like girl because them biscuits were sent from god himself oh my god like bro i'm like that's probably like one of the best brunch things brunch items that i've had in atlanta like it it was i it's it's Definitely, definitely high on the list because uh, yes, honey, I I don't even think I was prepared. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, where you come from with this? Yeah, that's that stuff you got to stay away from because baby, like it's a good thing I don't live nowhere near there because I'll be like trying to frequent just for those freaking biscuits. But we had a really good um little brunch and um yeah, I got to just link up in the city and finally get my wedding gift and then got a oh, birthday did gift. your husband like it oh yeah he he absolutely loved it he immediately like you know plugged the box in and stuff to charge it up and oh, um, he was like oh this is so beautiful he he liked it yes absolutely well that's dope good 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 yeah. I love thank that. you thank you thank you again definitely appreciate it but yeah it's been a it's been a pretty good weekend um what say you okay i know today's the anniversary so y'all been chilling in preparation for your trip but how was your weekend 
Girl, you know we got like eighteen kids at our house right now. It's only two of them, but they act oh, like they like eight. But it's it's like, like eighteen, 18 of them, mm-hmm. and you know, just hanging out and kicking it um, with them. They're out of school right now, and they're enjoying themselves, driving us up the wall. But you know, just having fun, like enjoying ourselves. It's been a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, really good week. You know, anytime mm-hmm. you get a chance to go brunch and out to eat and just Child, kicking listen. it, and everybody's in good health and happy. Yeah, you know, I like what more can you ask for out of that? Facts. You know? And then it was the holiday cooking yes. out. Kids. You it know, was I'm, just... I'm a sucker for some barbecue. Um, yeah. so we finally threw some meat on the grill yesterday. Mm-hmm. We didn't even grill out for barbecue, but um, yeah, yeah we had a chance to grill uh yesterday so mm-hmm. um we've been kicking it and just having a, a good time okay uh oh look who here girl look oh here. lord this sucker here he come baby listen he don't waste no time <laughs> B, <yeah. laughs> wow he's having this difficult time though oh lord I, oh you want to read this you can read that bs yes. <laughs> he's <laughs> hey shout out to b I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. He says, heard about Danny and Curlin. Y'all are in my thoughts in this difficult time with trust issues. You'll <laughs> weather the storm. Men exercise options. Wow. Bomb through the cherry. So he caught it. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're not number one. <laughs> This Negro, like where he come from, this fool come in the dough with the mess though. He said it don't mean you ain't his uh, uh, number one. Bob through the cherry. (laughs) Bob through the cherry. (laughs) B is hell. Like I not bomb through the cherry. Listen, she did though. Wow. Wow. She was like Sister George. Listen. How value men exercise their options though. Listen, yep. that's what they do, concrete. True. Um, true. you know, I told um Bomb, you know, mm-hmm. y'all can relate this message back that, you know, as long as she ain't take Curlin, I'd be willing to help her babysit Leaky and um, <laughs> you know, come help her cook a few meals so she don't you know. Don't what babysit? To do. Girl, you know, you gotta do it for the side chick nowadays, girl. The competition this is stead. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> B. B did not have to go there though. He said she threw the chair. Bob <laughs> threw the chair, girl. What a child. Out of time, be ass out. <laughs> Baby, listen, that fool there. I cannot stand him. I really can't. When I see him coming, I'm like, what the hell? Here he go, girl. Oh my god, child. Yeah, he a whole hot mess. Yeah, bomb through the cherry, child. I'm th- child. I'm he said his. He, he said his thought, y'all. In his thoughts, he he's sending prayers. Why well, y'all we, need storm, we need them. We need them. We need them. I hate him. I really do. Mm-mm-mm. Who worse? Him or that damn um Andrew? Who worse? Um, they neck and neck. It's just be messier. Yeah, they neck and neck. Definitely neck and neck. B, I don't know. Andrew B may be worse because every single comment would be is, you know, bull. Andrew, sometimes every once in a while you get moments of clarity and he talking like he he got some sense. 
I don't really hear B ever really speak like he got some sense. Child, because B ain't got no damn sense. B yeah. was raised by wolves, child. Clearly. Clearly. Like... They may be the same person. <laughs> <laughs> they That's so the true. <laughs> they might be. The... Listen, they both be on some BS. You know what? <sighs> Listen. Uh, keep on the keep the your Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, you might be on to something near that. Yeah. Listen, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked. Now I'm in a I'm kind of in a mindset with this space that nothing surprises me. I usually be like, oh my gosh, they did not do that. You know, half the time when I find something out, I'll be like, girl, you lying. That that what? And I it's, it'd be hard for me to believe. Now it's like, yeah, I could really believe that Andrew and B is the same person. They probably are. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no he did. Oh, so fucking done. He says rooting for y'all to pull through this. <laughs> Just remember Hillary forgave Bill. Cookie forgave magic and wow. Vanessa forgave. <laughs> so hopefully you took a page from their book. Okay. Listen. <laughs> I ain't mm. going no damn where. So <laughs> no, did. Okay. Well, clearly she took a page from their book. So did. Exactly. Mm. So, you know, there's that. Sometimes single baby mamas got to accept they plight in life and they oh. understand they role in life. Oh, and, okay. and understand what they got to do. You know Is what I'm saying? So? Listen. Listen. Mm. And with a high value man. Yeah, girl. You know, uh, sometimes you got to accept a little shit. I ain't able. Uh, 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 you know. I, uh, listen, it, it is what it is, honey. I, uh, you know, I, I've, mm. I've accepted my plight and I understand I got to do what I got to do. Be you are absolutely right. I am taking a page from. Oh, um, no. I, I think I'm going to be the best one of all because I'm actually willing to help help with the kids. Oh yeah, cook. you definitely so, child, you, know, you the ultimate sister wife. Like listen. You, listen, you are you Muslim? You Muslim? I might be, girl. I don't know. No, 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 nah, girl, I can't be because you know I, I I still fucks with the swine, child. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't give give up that pork. But otherwise, I was gonna ask if you was one of the sister and if you was a Muslim. Girl, uh, let me go get my hijab. Let me not put because I don't want no problems. Baby, you talking about the kids helping out, just jumping right on in there, head first. I feel you. Lord have mercy. Shout out to Andrew, child. Look at this. What Danny do now? Far as the title, 304s are considered the real women. Mm. OnlyFans chicks are a true reflection on how vast on how the vast majority of chicks oh. are oh, look at him using vast but, but but why am i not surprised by his comment though because that's what yeah. that's who he messed with Only yeah he clearly he knows that's why he knows so much about him baby he know him intimately mm-hmm. shout out to andrew again he says you spoke me into existence you know i'm always right listen we just trying to figure out which one of y'all are are worse y'all neck and neck y'all one in the same really likely the same person i i i'm starting to think that like mm-hmm. i'm i'm really really starting to think that like Facts. y'all wide open like y'all don't give a damn but child, i got a little tea i got a little tea what's the tea child child have you seen everything going on with monique and dl child girl i was gonna bring it up Ooh, have you have you been following it because this is you know got legs and several posts that have been put up by both both parties what i 
gathered from the situation is that a promoter tried to screw them both over and gave them um, contracts and just flipped the names around or some shit. Um, That's kind of what I took away from it. I think she was, she kind of spoke out and I think she tried to make a spectacle of it a bit. I don't know. So do you think that her response was inappropriate? Or you think she was justified? I think that there's ways to handle things as opposed to being loud with everything. Everything isn't meant for public consumption. But Monique is probably a woman with goddamn PTSD. And when somebody try to mess with you after you had PTSD, you screaming at every damn body like, hold up, uh-uh, you ain't about to do this shit to me again. Mm-mm. I'm putting this shit out forward so y'all can't uh, cross me out, X me out, try to do anything slick. I think that was the type of time she was on. Now, whether it was appropriate may be a different thing, but she probably felt like um, she was appropriate for, you know, the things that she's gone through. What do you think? Um, Personally, I think, yeah, it seems like a promoter or the um, production company, somebody um, was being misleading. Nonetheless, I felt like Monique's beef wasn't with DL. I felt like she was completely disrespectful i felt like you know attacking that man's sexuality bringing his wife into it like she showed her natural behind um her beef was not with him if i'm doing if my contract says one thing like why not try to handle it as a professional i felt like she showed her true character and then i felt like she tried to weaponize her black femininity in response to it by saying you know as a black woman we gotta fight and we gotta do this and we gotta do that I call cap on all that and I think that she was wrong and she um, was, I think that her behavior was despicable. Oh, child. I thought I was going to be the mammy today. Oh, girl. I'm mammying it up. I'm mammying it up. (laughs) Listen. She I was thought wrong. I was going to be the mammy today, Maybe. girl. No, I'm like, what the hell? You 55 years old and you won't hear acting, acting a fool like that on the stage? Like, that was just so unnecessary to me. Like, and I, I, I mean, I get what she's gone through, but, you know, there's an appropriate way to handle everything. Absolutely. And that was completely inappropriate. Absolutely. Um, And Monique is like... She's been on the side of calling women out and trying to call women to the carpet for their bullshit. Yeah. Um, so that does make it, it does make it a bit more interesting. But mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. So would you take any of her past, the things that's happened, like her her being blackballed, would you take that into consideration in how she responded? Um, I would have if she didn't double down on her response. Like, I'm, I'm one of those people that's like, okay, well, you know, maybe it was in the heat of the moment. She was fired up, but she doubled down on it. You didn't come out afterwards when you had a moment to think about your actions and apologize or, you know, say I was wrong. Like, you still going on and on and on. Like, your ego is going to prevent you from getting work and prevent people from wanting to fool with you. That's absolutely positively true. Um, but. I don't know because when DL responded, he did bring up everybody else's name that he she did. had had issues with in the past. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn. So he was like, so it was Oprah's fault. Oh, it was Tyler Perry's fault. Oh, right. it was Lee Daniels' fault. And these people did actually blackball her. And she did receive some apologies from that. 
she did receive some apologies from it. Um, I think two things can be true in the same vein. They this, they did ultimately blackball her, but that don't mean that she was not difficult to work with. She said that it stemmed from her not wanting to fly to London because uh, to promote the movie and you know fulfill her obligations because she had a, a young kids at home and a husband at home. Like and but everybody else like that was part of your contract. You knew that was something that you were supposed to do, and now all of a sudden you don't want to fulfill it. So I think it could be, it can be true that ultimately because they felt she was difficult to work with it did make its way around the the industry and they did blackball her but the same i thought it was something else added on to that because i thought it was something like all the other actors and actresses were being paid way more than she was being paid and I she think was... that she compounded that with from okay. Monique's word. She said, I got this from her. She specifically said, I think she was on the Steve Harvey show, that she had a family at home and young, small children, and that the falling out was over her not wanting to go overseas to um, promote the movie, even though that was part of the contract, because she had a husband and children at home. She said that. Um, so it could have been in addition to that and y'all didn't pay me whatever 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 but the disagreement what what brought things to a head was her not fulfilling her contractual duties mm, i don't know um shout out to andrew wilkins again thank you so much andrew he says told y'all about be more chicks monique the braxton's jada little mo oh. they some masculine sexually <laughs> aggressive crazy chicks from wow. that area black women in general though Wow. Um, stop doing us like that. Listen, uh-uh, don't say no black women in general. Put that on B more. That's PG County chicks. But listen, <laughs> I just felt like there was a different way that she could handle it. Like, you know, I, I'm I just I'm not rocking with that. I, I expect more from people who are you're supposed to have a degree of decorum and professionalism that you should exhibit. Like I said, even when the Will Smith thing happened, I felt like he was completely 100% wrong. Um, although I felt like he was wrong, I didn't feel like the backlash he received was warranted. But I, I'm going to stand what? on the side of what was right and say that he was wrong in his action. And then as it relates to Monique, I'm not seeing her receive a lot of backlash. But if she were and people said cancel Monique, like I'm not saying we should cancel her, but I am saying that her the attitude that she displayed and her actions were uncalled for they were probably uncalled for it but nobody beats will smith honey will smith won well no i'm not comparing her to will smith i'm just okay. we talked about that previously so i don't want nobody to be like well when, when the will smith discussion came up such as I'm, I'm not even making a comparison between them two okay. okay i'm just saying that just to clear the air regarding my opinion about will smith gotcha. but yeah he was he what he did was far worse than what she did Okay. Um, shout out to Dane C. He says, Monique got a big forehead when she won the Oscar. A big head. I'm sorry. Why am I putting just adding words? Yeah, he said, did. Monique got a big head when she won that Oscar. Mm -hmm. Hey. Um, I mean, is there a, an, another appropriate time? I don't know. You know well, I can't even lie. Like, you seem like, you know, hey, she did what she had to do. Like, is that, am I reading it wrong? Because you kind of like, I mean, maybe she overreacted a tad bit, but you know, hey, like you. I think you when like you, well, and I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people, like, if you go through something and you have a different type of reaction after the fact to something that may be happening to you, I think it was like, um, a reaction from like PTSD, especially if you've been blackballed in Hollywood and you're trying to get work and you're being turned down. People are imposing um, 
um, actions on you and saying that you're difficult to work with and you can't do this or you you act like this. I think it was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Let me get out in front of this. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to show my ass. I'm going to act the damn fool so they know not to play with me anymore. And it may not have been appropriate, but I understand. I get it. I get why she acted ass. I feel I you on that. But I feel like the best approach in that situation is to show that you're not this difficult person that they've made you out to be. The best approach is, okay, well, let me not show my tail. Let me have my management team handle this. Let me go about this the wrong way. Or I ain't even showing up. So y'all got Monique on the marquee. And guess what? I ain't even showing up. I feel like that would have even been a better approach than to personally attack that man and his sexuality and his, his you know, manhood and, you know, his his um, wife and family. Like, I felt like she was, she was doing the typical black woman thing she was but did, D, did dl respond to her wait, wait wait are you talking about the performance on stage yeah the performance okay on stage. okay 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 gotcha 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 but uh i'm like uh mm, child oh um yeah i don't i i think monique was like i got to do what i got to do they ain't about to play me again and i'm like mm, I, clearly girl, I, get it. I get it clearly what can you do child sit back and watch and stay out the damn way honey Oof, yes child that part that part I, I completely agree the way Let me i completely see. agree because i had something that i wanted to talk about what, what's what, what's good <sighs> um so did you see the pictures that kim kardashian had been posting up with northwest uh, I have. I, I, I certainly have. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, girl, I thought that was very interesting. Um, it's almost like uh, people do and say whatever. Then they get to these kids. And when we talk about parents adultifying children, that tends to be a very, very soft uh, spot for a lot of women. And a lot of women get so very offended by when you talk about the adultifying of children. Mm -hmm. I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Is there a way, do parents adultify their children by allowing their children to dress a certain way? Um, I think that this is an interesting question because immediately once you brought this topic up, I thought about a discussion that was had on Atari's channel and it was in relation to what young girls wear. And, you know, the argument was being made that, you know, a predator doesn't care what a young girl has on. She could have on a trash bag and, you know, their predatory behavior will still um, they'll still employ predatory behavior and prey on these young girls, which I agree. But my stance on that is that, yes, we can absolutely adultify children. I think that as parents, that it is incumbent upon us to make sure that um, we are not... Um, a, a predator is going to be a predator, but I don't think it's up to us to 
make our children look older, accentuate their little baby bodies to, you know, and put them on what I would, what, what would typically be seen as enticing clothing if an adult were wearing it. Um, and I, I get it. I'm not even making the argument about predators. That's besides the point. But I always say like our first, and I talk about this as, as it relates to black women, our first line of defense is ourselves. Meaning, yeah, uh, you should be able to go out late at night and go to an ATM and not be concerned or walk to a gas station with a, with a bunch of guys that are in the parking lot and not be concerned about someone touching you. But that's not the world we live in. We don't live in this idyllic place where it's lollipops and rainbows and nothing bad ever happens to anyone. Unfortunately, we live in a deplorable society with a bunch of sick, sick mofos. And as a result, we have to take steps to ensure that, you know, we are trying to um, make sure that our children are protected and not being objectified or not seen in a, a, a light where, you know, these demonic people will sexualize them. So I do think that there's things that you can do. I, I don't necessarily think that um, Northwest wearing the makeup was something that may entice a predator. Um, I'm not making that argument, but I felt like it was inappropriate and that's my stance on it. I know some people feel like, okay, well, we don't allow black children to be children because we won't allow them to play in makeup. I think there's a time and place for everything, but I also grew mm -hmm. up in an era where I couldn't wear red nail polish. I could, We couldn't wear red lipstick. Awesome. So I had a, with my children, they weren't allowed to wear makeup when they did start wearing, I mean, they could play with little children makeup palettes in the house, but they weren't wearing a full face of makeup, a full beat out in public with uh, mascara, eyeliner and all the things. And she had on a, a like bustier with a t-shirt under. I just don't like, I think I would have permitted for my eight or nine year old. That's just I think that is absolutely correct. Why do you think so many women are offended when you talk about um, certain aspects? Because this is what I'm noticing. Mm -hmm. Um, when you try to talk about standards and how a community should run or little girls being little girls, um, most, a lot of people, and I'm going to, I'm going to relegate it to this space because I don't know a lot of women that really adultify their children in real life that, especially the ones that I hang around. Right. Um, most of us are like, keep these babies young while they're young. But then I do notice that most of the parents who have a certain, that certain type of mentality mm -hmm. um, are actually, they tend to be the older parents. Yeah. I would agree with that. I, I Personally, I was a very young mom and I still had that type of mentality. Um, I or just, maybe it's just from a different generation. Yeah, yeah, we, we are from a different yeah. generation. So we do have to take that into account. I just feel as though I wanted my children to the full scope of their childhood. I didn't want them to grow up any faster than, than need be. If things were child appropriate, like I said, I let them play with kitty makeup palettes that were made for children, but you ain't about to pull out my um, Pat McGrath makeup pal eyeshadow palette and put it on. Like, that's just <laughs> not what we're doing. You know, like, so there were boundaries that I had set in place for my children. And, you know, in, in many ways, some of the things that I didn't permit were for their own protection. And a lot of the women, when you, you 
you the original question was why do you know uh why are women bothered by it but i think that they feel as though when we have the discussion and we're asking women to take extra precautions to protect their children that we're removing accountability from the predators and i guess i i mean i can understand why someone would say that but i'm just being realistic about the world that we live in we don't li- like we literally look you know this has nothing to do with you know what children wear but look what just happened in the school you know we live in a very dangerous world where our children can, you know, be, um, yeah can be preyed upon in any way at any time so we just have to take extra precaution to make sure that our children are protected and it's unfortunate that you feel as though children don't get to enjoy the full scope of their childhood when we do that but i'd rather my child be protected and be safe and know what to do and what not to do what to watch out for then you know not and because it's almost like you know um i think everybody is has a general consensus you know basically like screw a predator i think we all have that general consensus but it seems like some of us like to think that we should be and, and i get it we should be able to do what we want but we have to take a take into account that there are predators out there that predators do exist and we want our babies to be as safe as possible um i think when you have children and and you know um faith covered this a bit i want to say her man covered it a bit too um but we're gonna get off into a lot of it but it was like Mm -hmm. um trying to keep your child safe and and safe as possible um dressing your child a certain way or allowing your child to be dressed a certain way does send out a certain message and most people would like to you know children are all innocent and i get that i get that aspect of it what message do you think it's sending um if you are allowing your child and your child isn't under any supervision your child is running around with um uh very enticing clothes because dare we say sexy or anything but you basically trying to make the children out to be little instagram models or something you know things like that and i've seen a lot of that Mm -hmm. but when we talk about sexuality and sensuality and then the ages that we're trying to instill it in our child and what that what kind of attention that brings um i i think it says a lot it says um as opposed to keeping the little girl a little girl, it's almost like a rush to grow them up so they can be um, up on game or so they know how to um, have some oomph about themselves at a very early mm-hmm. age. And I think a lot of parents, a lot of parents are concerned with giving their children swag and a certain genesee qua at a very early age as opposed to actually letting them stay little girls. I, personally I hope I explained think, that right, but yeah, well, and I understand what you were saying. Um, I don't know necessarily that the intention is like, you know, to make the children seem alluring. I think a lot of women, um, you know, want their children to be able to wear the same. Like it, a lot of it is, you know, fashion, no, not fashion over like she and they'll have the same. Your child can wear the same outfits that you're wearing. So you might be wearing something that's a little bit revealing, but it's on a little little kid's body so they don't have you know 
the same kind of features that you have on your body. But, um, you know, so you could wear your put your child on something that's identical or similar to what you're wearing. So it's kind of like plain dress up, so to speak. Um, and I think that a lot of women do it because they're like, oh, it's cute. But if you think about it, even if we take if we go beyond just the black community, even children who are in pageants and things like that, there is a whole perverted community who looks at those children in a very sick, disgusting way. And it's not that you are making those children up and putting them on makeup and putting them on their little pageant dresses and things of that nature to entice men. But be some of these um, people have such warped minds that they will turn that into something sick and disgusting. You know, but and, then and let me ask you a question because you brought up something very interesting right there. Um, have you ever watched any of those little pageant shows? Um, I've seen them coming, like not really watch them, but I, I watched the documentary of John Bonet Ram Ramsey extensively. So I, I know. Okay, you know, then I think you'll have an idea of what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And what I'm going is, okay, even when you, when it comes down to that, you're putting weaves. They actually do put full face makeup and yeah. deep faces on lashes, these little girls, girl, yeah. lashes, mm -hmm. um, weave, big weave. And it's not that the, uh, they're to me, they're made up to look more so like little dolls. Um, but in a, to a certain degree, even with how they look when they're in full pageant makeup, isn't really what little girls look like either. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I, I, that's my point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, but it's not what little girls look like. But if they're, they're made to look like, if it's we're saying dolls, um, they they are made to look like dolls in a sense. But the full face of makeup, some people yeah. like fetishize certain things, and they're gonna, you know, view them in the sense that you would view that you would view a grown woman. But so to me, but, but there is a my my point in bringing it up was just that there's a sick community of people that prey on even these children who are in pageants. But to me, um, I'm going to tell you the difference that it sends out to me. And I'm not going to say that most of the little IG girls uh, come from single parent households, but there are some things that men when you have daughters and your daughters are made to put on clothes and you can almost you can almost look at the kids and tell to a certain degree and it's sad to say i hate to say it but when you have men in the house um and especially if the man is a biological father of the children that he's living with there are certain standards that men carry out that like hell no nah, my daughter ain't wearing that hell no nah, that dress is too short no you can't yeah. wear that why she got on makeup right. and i think when we're in the the society that we're in right now is everybody wants to be on trend everybody wants to be seen everybody wants to kind of separate themselves from the crowd but i think there is a mentality that's being installed in these young girls especially when they have the mothers adultifying them at such an early age and to me it kind of goes beyond the dressing the girls cute um because i've seen other mommy and me outfits i have a daughter now myself and we don't have to go to Fashion Nova for those type of out, you know, to dress alike. Yeah. And so I, I think that it becomes about a certain mentality and culture and trying and almost endorsing a certain type of culture. 
I can understand that, but I don't think, and oftentimes I know women who would dress their children in things that I wouldn't necessarily put my children in. And it wasn't about like putting their children up on game because these are like small kids. Like oftentimes it was like they had a little Barbie, like they had somebody, a little person that they could, you know, dress up and things of that nature. So oftentimes, and in addition, uh, excuse me, aside from that, um, the other thing is, I think if you look at, you know, IG pages for children, it there is a similarity. You are garnering an audience. You get, um, you can get sponsorships just like from pageants. So there are some striking similarities that can be drawn, although the style of dressing is different. It is like you're putting your child up in media. It can bring in another stream of revenue. You're investing in what your children wear. You got the baby hair slicked. You, your kid got on this and they can get brand deals. And, you know, it's, um, you know, you're marketing your child in both in both scenarios. It's also interesting, and this is something that I don't think a lot of people have considered. When you look at music videos, you remember how um, music videos and songs would come out back in the day, right? And mm -hmm. one of the things that I used to find so hilarious as a child is seeing children being able to curse in rap songs or cursing songs yeah. um, when they're a certain age. And you're talking about 12, 13, 14 year olds. Um, they say Foxy Brown was like 14 or 15 when she came out. It was the same with little Kim. And you're thinking that these are full, full grown, grown adults when sometimes they were just teenagers when they were rapping certain lyrics and nobody batted an eye. And I also thought about that um, when it came down to adultifying children, because even with Bad Barbie or Bad ba like Bad Barbie, what's it was another little girl that came out. Um, Whoa, Vicky. Whoa, Whoa, Vicky. Vicky. A lot of these girls were really young and they're put in like adult situations prior to them being adults. And I thought that that was interesting because our society doesn't really bat an eye at those things happening. Like if kids is running around here, Kirkson talking about them, I'm gonna shoot them up, shoot them up. You yeah. have full fledged adults that are signing these kids. Soldier Boy would be a great example of that because mm -hmm. I remember Soldier Boy being a teenager when he came out, but it was very uh, sexually explicit lyrics. Right. Um, you're talking about very violent lyrics and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And nobody bats an eye. So I think adultifying our kids is i'm gonna say it's a a part of the culture that's mainly pushed by it's pushed by adults i i, I don't disagree with that but I, but oftentimes when i see women who are dressing their children you know in quote unquote grown uh so to speak you know what we mean when we say grown as black people um I don't see those same children like pressing their young children to be into the game and things of that nature. Some of those same women are still protective of their children. And of course they don't want anything to happen to their children, but like, it's like they have a little mini me. I, I, don't, I don't know if I've seen any situation where someone was dressing their children in what we would deem as grown or inappropriate attire for a child to wear. And they was like trying to put them up on game and wanted like, wanted them to be you know uh, street smart and and they were instilling those things in them at a young age now i have seen it in the reverse when we talk about young boys because they letting the young boys cuss they letting them around you know um men that are smoking and like they i have seen it as it relates to young boys but not so much as it relates to young girls i don't know if i've ever seen that i have definitely seen that 
um, when it relates to young girls, because when you say a mini me, um, especially if the mom has a bit of an attitude mm -hmm. or um, she's sassy and she carries a little um to herself. Oh, yeah. When they say you want to create a mini me, you want your daughter to be to kind of have a sassy, smart mouth. You mm -hmm. kind of want her to be a little bit grown. You want her to be able to set boundaries. But in essence, you you do create. I've seen women create certain things in their children mm -hmm. as when their children are very young. Um, and it goes to me, it goes beyond wanting to your children to be mini me's as opposed to, yeah, it, 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 it to me, it just goes a bit further. It's like you want them the to be whole, mini me in like a full fledged adult, but just miniature size. Yeah. Well, and I have seen the promotion of like the little girl having an attitude or like, oh, she's sassy, just like me, but just them still being protective as it relates to, I guess, you know, men and things of that nature. Um, and, or I've never seen a purse, a woman trying to put their young daughter up on game, but I have seen like kind of they're them thinking it's cute for the little girl to emulate some of the behaviors that they engage in, like having an attitude yeah. in their neck and things of that nature. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Jay, the conqueror. He says these single moms be dressing their sons like the dude that left them Amen, amen, amen. Did you see the woman with the tattoos all over the baby? All over her child, all over a baby. Oh, yeah. And the baby was a very yeah. young baby. And uh -huh. she had, boy. yeah, and she had tattoos all over him. And it's like, so you're trying to do, you're doing this for what? You know what right. I'm saying? And so it to me, it becomes super duper sick. It becomes super sick in trying to grow our kids up too soon I, I i just i've always kind of had problems with it um i've had problems with it ever since i was a little girl because and it, it was you know my mom was very strict but you know what kind of background my mom had and i think that's why my mm -hmm. mom was so strict but yeah. it was certain things that i noticed about um girls that i was like oh my mom would never let me do that and mm -hmm. you know i just thought about it but uh, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, in my opinion, I believe it's a sensitive subject because the parents have to buy the clothes and who yeah. typically shops for the kids. See where yeah. I'm going? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's just one of those things that it, it gets to be very sensitive because we do have a society of women that don't want to be accountable for anything. And anything, if you're talking about um, trying to make your child appear sensual or sexual or when it comes down to a mini me you you I, I can get your child having certain personality traits but then when we come when we put on things and we put on things to entice we have to get down to the bottom of what we do to entice what we do for ourselves quote unquote um what we do for attention and i think a lot of women are in denial about the things that we do for attention ourselves so then when you say that oh i'm just trying to make her into a mini me and you're going off of the way that the little girl is dressed i think it's a lot more in there when we say mini me and what we're trying to instill in the child at that time and i i just don't think a lot of people are um culpable for that or you know or you know they don't take any accountability for that i think that yeah. people just you know oh well they are mini me so mm, 
you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, first off, like we constantly talk about black people not being a monolith. So I don't think that there's one thing that we could generalize and say that, you know, this is what why they're doing it and or this is what they're promoting with doing it. But I do think, yeah, you know, when you bring up the fact that, you know, the encouragement of certain attitudes and certain behaviors, um, you know, I, I can see that it will go beyond just how you dress your child. Um, but, you know, I, I don't. I don't know. I just, like I said, the few people that I do know that dress their child in things that I may not necessarily approve of for my child, I still saw them have very protective motherly instincts over their children. But I do see the promotion of some behaviors that I wouldn't deem okay, such as the, you know, rolling of the neck and rolling of the eyes and just kind of behavior that may be advanced for a, a young, a girl of a certain age. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much where I met with a girl. I'm trying. Listen, these eggshells getting harder and harder to walk on. I'm getting ready to cuss their <laughs> ass out. I mean, you gonna say what you say? And yeah, know. pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. I, 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 I think. Um, because I think certain things have to be said. I think we are a society with a lot of things that are out of freaking control and we've been walking on eggshells trying to protect egos Mm -hmm. trying to make sure that you're included trying to make sure she's included you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but now if we have a certain thought process nobody's hesitating to hurt our feelings oh no um, because we have a certain thought process but if they have a certain thought process don't say ho don't call don't slut shame don't don't say what it is um because we're all queens and we all just (laughs) you know there's no difference in none of the women even though even though um a lot of women do try to separate themselves because a lot of women want to be at the top um Mm -hmm. women want to be these boss badass bees i get it but um yeah everybody wants to be ahead of the pecking order but Anywho, shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says it's Gemini season. I turned 38 today. Damn, you and Concrete got similar personalities. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, did Kid Cloud say he was a Gemini? Too? Kid Cloud ain't no Gemini. Um, yes, definitely. Happy birthday. You turned 38 yes. today. Happy, happy birthday to you, bro. I hope you had an enjoyable birthday. What's your cash app so we can get you a lap dance from a big girl? <laughs> Down up? in the sip. You got to go Down in, in the, the sip. sip. Listen. That, that you part. know, them big, them big girls down there be splitting everything. <laughs> Baby, you change, they change your life. Mm. You got to go down to one of them juke joints in the sip to, to redeem that. Uh, Baby, that I told you about the time I went to the juke joint and all they had was like pints of hen- like half pints of Hennessy. No. Baby, oh, way no. off in the country, but it was like, it, it was so weird. They had like, a moonshine? I, you know, I'm a Hennessy girl. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But like way, like way off in the back, like all you know, you driving down dark roads, mm-hmm. and you like, is motherfucker taking to kill me? Or something? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You finally get there, and baby, it's rocking. They got the loud music, the lights, um, mm-hmm. and they selling straight up, straight up, little little half pints of Hennessy, and then you just gotta buy a cup and some. 
That's very so, interesting, child. Girl, the ghetto. <laughs> but it probably was far more affordable than going to a club. So, you know, hey. No, you were still going to the club, girl. That's what was so confusing. I like, know, but was the, like, what club going to give you a, for a half pint of Hennessy in a club? You're going to probably pay about $70. Not 70 child, but. Uh, <laughs> you pay for a shot. Um, you're gonna pay about twelve, thirteen dollars. Exactly. You're gonna pay well, seventy Let me say this. That's in Mississippi. Oh. Here in the A, you paying about twenty dollars for a that's, shot. Come on now, that's ridiculous. In the that's A. ridiculous. You better get drunk before you go to the club. Now how you want to what I'm what I was saying, that was before, you know, before I got on the seventeenth at eight. Oh. And you know, that's more expensive, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, you know you have you ever seen those flask bracelets? Yeah, I think I'll if you ever go out down here, you need to, I'm gonna buy you one. Take no. which? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Are you gonna be paying twenty twenty five dollars a shot? I mean, I I do YouTube for a living sometimes. So, you know, this be like I do uh, YouTube too, but I don't want to throw away my money if I can't see. I need something tangible or food. Well, you I, need the pregame. Yeah, like what you're talking about? You got a pregame, Miss Witt. Tell us, she got a pregame. Like, girl, I ain't wear walking around no damn flash bracelet. What, like, what if it start leaking in and leak on? Girl, who want to be smelling like? A uh, seventeen thirty eight on. It ain't gonna leak. I seen people on um TikTok with them on. They seem Baby, to be TikToks stuff be a scam, concrete. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Um, I think. Do you want to segue right on into the topic, girl? Or did you have some more tea? I only had, I think, a question for you. Yeah, get off into your question. And okay, it's gonna be video quick. set up, child. Okay, so my question is I saw this on a TikTok, <laughs> uh, where there was a panel of women and some men, I think it was half females, half male panel. And a question was raised if someone were to break in your home or you heard a loud noise in your home, who is it that would go and check on the noise? And I wanted to know from you who would go check on it if there's a loud noise in your home before I explain some of the responses that I saw in the video. Carlin's going to go check on the loud noise. I mean, I thought that that was a no-brainer, but the I'm girls were like too. fighting for their life in the in the longer video regarding why they going to. Like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> like, you actually want to go? And they're like, yeah, I'm going with him too. Like, what type of... Now, I know we pride ourselves on being strong and independent, but some of the stuff that we fight for be just straight up foolishness. Why are you fighting to go see? And then the man was explaining like, no, I need my woman out the way because if I got to do such and such, I don't need her in the way. I got to... Then I'm going to be thinking about where is she at in relation to what I got to do. And like, and he having to thoroughly explain why it's important for him because they literally like now why can't she go what do you mean why can't she go why would she want to go and i just found that to be very interesting and it just was further um further proof of kind of where we are as a group and when i say we i'm talking about black women that we literally are fighting to be the ones to jump up to go fight a robber like girls uh, we, it almost it. seems like we're the only race fighting to be the fucking men Child, what the like, hell is going on i was like wait what <laughs> you want to be the boss you want to be the boss dude you want to be the d-boy 
you want to be the you want to be the shooter i get cussed you out you want to be the I'm you want to be the nigga like, to go get the gun when the police my husband gonna be like sit the hell like one time i heard something and he didn't um oh you know what it was somebody that rang our doorbell at 2 a.m and he stayed asleep and i you ain't hear that somebody at the <laughs> like no i'm not getting up even if i hear it and he doesn't hear it because sometimes he'll sleep with earbuds in because he like listens to his um his uh laptop yeah um no sorry you you get somebody at the door i'm not going <laughs> at all i'm like, gonna be right messy if need be but i'm not going like i'm gonna be the sitting heck? there looking at your ass through the ring light or something trying to figure out what the hell is going on but yeah exactly the, yeah like exactly. what no. But yeah, I'm definitely not not getting up. I just found that to be interesting, especially them fighting for their life to be the ones to go and like, why, why wouldn't I go with him? Why would you? <laughs> like, what do you mean? And they like, girl, and they be like, girl. yeah, that that's an entire mess. Yeah, we got some that problems. is an entire mess. Mm -hmm. Um, no, I'm not like for what, girl. <laughs> you know, I and I, I, I'd be scary. <laughs> You know what? And one uh, that's surprising to me, but I thought that you scary. But um, when it when it comes to like loud noises and stuff like that, but I thought it you was know, common sense. I, I, I am. Um, you know, so I've been in the gym, quote mm -hmm. But even with going to the gym and they would drop the weights, like mm -hmm. I was jumping for like the first week or so because I was oh, like, yeah. shit, slamming the weights. Yeah, that that was worrying me, and I'm like, my PTO yeah, hey, right. too bad for this shit. But okay, yeah. um, yeah, I don't, I don't like that kind of stuff. You know, I don't like. Mm -mm. I'm, um, I'm, I'm scary to a certain degree. So I, yeah, I don't like that kind of stuff. But let me tell you something. You will never find me fighting my man to do what a man is supposed to do. You know, I, I'm like, I am independent, and like certain things were an adjustment for me, just because, like, of my. I'm impatient. So if I ask for something and I'll be like, he is not even the type of person that's going to keep me waiting for an extended period of time. But let's say I'm like, babe, the trash is full, which he'd be on that. He, if I, if I touch the trash can, I'm getting cursed out. But, um, like, let's just, for example, if I said the trash is full and he didn't immediately get up and I walk past the trash again and it's still there, like I would instinctually get it because it's still there and I need it out and I don't want it to smell and things of that nature but like the the things that he does as a man i've had to kind of i've had to check myself and be like let him get it let him handle it you know like that's his lane and i assure you i'm certainly not gonna even if i were to try to pick it up and he tell me like what the hell are you doing i'm not gonna argue with him about it to take out the trash that's just silliness to me and i just yeah like i said i just found that to be interesting and i wanted to know if it was just me no honey um shout out to MGTOW university says back to back is better so no one can sneak up on you in the dark versus the man by himself mm, i feel you but to be completely honest um my fiance is not going like even back to back like because if he heard something behind him and he's startled and he turned around with his like he doesn't want me in the way he he wants to know where i'm at that i'm in the bedroom that i'm out of the way that i'm not like in addition you know we have a security system so we'll likely know what direction things are coming from and it's um security inside the house too <laughs> so um yeah but it, he he wouldn't even permit me to do that I'm, I'm trust me i'm gonna be on standby but i'm not fighting you to go out and check to see what a robber is i'm just not mm -mm. Mm -mm. 
Well, <laughs> honey, About let's get off into it. Hmm. We have enough hoes. <laughs> mm. Will the world real women please stand up? Woo. Please. <laughs> this made me think of Slim Shady. <laughs> Listen. Please stand up. <laughs> I, I was literally singing in there in my head when yes. I said it out. I really was. Um, but Faith had uh Faith did a stream um and she was talking about a better class of women. And she was talking about women being appropriate and um, doing things when it was appropriate, uh, being good women. She was saying they were, um, her and her man were talking about like us having enough IG models. We got enough OnlyFans models. We need some more goddamn doctors, lawyers. Um, mm. We need more wives. Okay. Um, we need a better class of women. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely positively agreed with Faith's message. I Me thought too. Faith absolutely had a great message. Um, so I, I thought that it was interesting. Um, her man was saying in the video and how we came up with this title, her man was like, we have enough hoes. And I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. That's the title for a show. We do have enough hoes. Um, yeah, we have enough. We have enough uh, out there women. We do need a better class of women. And I right. thought that that would be a great subject to, to it was a great video, great conversation. And I do want us to take a look at that and review it. Yeah, definitely want to look at it and review it. Um, I, I, of course, you know, I'm certain because the, the, a lot of the women who frequent the space or who, in, who are in Black YouTube are of the mindset that, you know, all women are created equally, that um, there's nothing wrong with hoes or the, the hoe is no... It, the the whole is a good class of woman. They make arguments that say that, you know, essentially we shouldn't be discerning. All women are great women. All women are fantastic women. All women are good mothers and are, 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 are um, great prospects to marry and all the things. So I know we will probably likely get some of those comments. Um, so that's definitely something that we will address too, because I know that, you know, some people have this idyllic mindset of black women and feel as though all of us are perfect and there's no room for improvement and we shouldn't be differentiating between the hoes and a better class of women. Okay. Um, shout out to Andrew Wilkins again. He says, haven't seen, did he just slam my door? <sighs> okay. I took my two deep breaths before I went off. Okay. Shout out to Andrew. He says, haven't seen a non 304 before <laughs> set it off a drop. Wow. So he's saying all the black women that he's seen since then are, are, are prosties. Like, really, Andy? Come on now. That, that's not what we're doing. I, I'm, yeah. certain, I'm certain that you've ran across a decent woman or two. Yeah, but um, I'm getting ready to share this video. Let's do it. Um, Y'all, so the link is down in the description Um, if you want to check out the full video. The full video is seven hours long. Of course, Um, you know, I... uh. I caught 
I caught a lot of it. I don't think I caught the full seven hours, but the conversation that we'll highlight um, was still an interesting conversation. And um, this is when Bomb Cherry came up on the panel. And I wanted to start it from there because um, Bomb had a lot to say about that in regards to Sweet Life of Atari. And I do want to break down their thought processes and how um, a, some of that conversation went. So if you're looking to look to view the real conversation, the full conversation, it is definitely down in our description and you can check it out. And so I'm going to share screen, Chrome tab, bam, share, and there we go. Concrete, how does that look? Uh, I can see it. All right, are you ready? Okay, go ahead. All right. I'm going to go back to playing a better class of women. Unless anybody else hits the link and comes, comes on up. Okay, let's try again. Can Bob you hear me? Jerry, what's going on? Yep, you're loud and clear. Okay. Yeah, I had, to, I had to walk out and come back in with my settings. How you doing? I'm great. So I where did I get it wrong? I, I, I see it's a back and forth in the in the chat. Not sure if you want to talk about that. Where, where do you want to start first? The first, um, so I came in, when I came in, I'm here, and, and may, I wasn't here from the beginning, right? When you start, because you mentioned that you were talking about protection. But even if you talk about protection, in order to tell, first of all, to tell a woman or girls that they need to do something to keep themselves safe. And I'm talking about the way they dress, right? If you want to tell a girl and a, and a woman how to keep themselves safe, safe, then you actually teach them safety. But that's not what this conversation about. This conversation about how she dressed and how she talks. You even went far back as to show, right, a video clip. A video clip, of, no matter where you grab it from on the internet, and just because some person, yeah, tight, can you take this down? That's my mother. And then, and then you said, well, we got to take it for what it is. But this is the truth. When you're judging people you don't know, you don't know if they're just putting anything out, right? You don't know if like if, if Susie down the street posted that's my mother and I know Susie I'd be like well Susie that's not really your mother and then I wouldn't be online claiming that Susie is hurt because her mother pictures is all over the internet y'all act like for real like things that we do when we're teenagers or even young adults our children are coming back looking at it saying oh i'm hurt because my mother was in a video oh i'm hurt because when my mother was younger she was doing this and we know that shit not facts so why y'all speak as if it is you there was something that i had thought about and um a faith is also going to bring up this example and it was about like women doing things and these things coming back to haunt their children. Bomb was in my, in under, in my impression, in mm -hmm. my opinion, it seems that she thinks that children aren't necessarily embarrassed by their parents doing those type of things, or it's not as big of a deal as society would like to make it when it comes down to talking about what women do on the internet. What do you think about that? Um, I agree that, I mean, so far I haven't he heard her like any acknowledgement or any indication that children might possibly be 
embarrassed by the behaviors that their um, parents engage in. Um, I, I, I would agree with you. Um, I, I guess the first thing that stuck stuck out to me was how she talked about, you know, people essentially policing what girls wear um, and as it relates to um, how they can be safe when um, we we tell men essentially to, you know, encourage young boys to behave in a mannerable way. So Ooh. I don't see why, you know, we, we as women are telling men saying that, you know, these young boys and the things that they're doing, that they need more male role models and that men should essentially be stepping in and telling them, you know, how to carry themselves and how to be mannerable mm. and yada 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 but the same thing doesn't apply on the other side it's, it sounds like what i'm hearing from what i'm hearing i didn't think about it from that aspect at all and i think you brought about a great point and it just kind of got the wheel spinning mm -hmm. because how we treat our boys and what we're telling our boys to do um to keep them in the safest areas possible and to keep them safe as possible mm -hmm. so then when it comes down time for um, the way our children wear their clothes. And even when it comes down to boys sagging. Exactly. That was um, what we had here, sagging. Yeah. So mm -hmm. sagging was a, a big thing. I remember when they were talking about the hoodies at one point and um, boys wearing their hair a certain way at yep. a certain point and what it re what it represents to others, quote yep. unquote. Yeah. Um, so I think you have a really great point by bringing that up because that is something that we tell our boys if you have a boy and you care about him you're probably gonna ha you're going to have messaging for him like hey you don't need to wear this or Absolutely. especially if you live in an area like chicago you exactly. know you can't wear red or blue um in certain areas without it um seeming like it's game of exactly you're so. telling him the importance of being groomed of making sure that he's presentable of tucking his shirt in that. we all this isn't something that's that's like uncommon we tell our boys this every day tie your shoes up don't look like a slouch you know iron your from like we we critique their style of dress too this isn't something that's specific to young black girls i think that we want young black people to be the re best representation of themselves even if the reasoning that we're telling young black girls is because literally, um, you know, a, a person who sees you half naked, they're not going to appreciate you for anything aside from your physical beauty. They're not going to appreciate what you have upstairs. And as women, for us to be saying that, you know, we're the we're the largest growing group of, of college graduates, how smart we are, how capable we are, like a person isn't thinking about how capable you are and how smart you are if if you have your ass on display exactly exactly um shout out to MGTOW university says we live in lizzo land with city girl culture talking about where the real women at they may as well be a unicorn at this point and that's that's sad that's really sad um mm -hmm. MGTOW, you know they're gonna say it's just because you can't get one that's all it is. <laughs> um shout out to mr curlin hey babe he says was kim k even embarrassed about what her oldest found on the internet just a few weeks back yeah. i thought it read i thought i read it was the infamous tape i read yeah. something about that but it was i think her son, her son. yeah yeah it was yeah, her son I think it was saying, yeah yeah 
Um, I, you know what, Kim K says she's embarrassed, but you got to think about it to a certain degree. If you broker the tape out and you signed, signed off on selling this tape yourself, I don't know. Um, because it, it, like sometimes we understand the things that we sign up for, mm-hmm. but you know, is it a point of contention or is it a thing to be worried about when you're young? Um, that it might come back to bite you in the ass. And yeah. it's interesting because bomb will make uh bomb will make this point about things not, you know, things that parents may post that may not come back to bite them in the ass. But we saw uh the guy that was with the white girl when he got killed by the white girl. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that he was saying about black women at 15 um came back to bite him. He may not have felt that way when he died, and I don't know. But when he died, they damn sure pulled up all of those tweets and those things did come back to bite him. Anything at any point in time, literally when you put something on the internet, it's there forever. You could delete it. You don't know who has copies of it, who's downloaded it in their phone. Like, I don't understand the premise or the mindset that, you know, uh, you know, I, I am one entity into myself and you know, nobody else should be impacted by my behavior. If you have a children and family, they are going to be impacted the most by your behavior. If their friends come upon your page and or we can't control what goes viral, you can post something and the entire world gets to see what it is because it it gets retweeted and it goes viral so yeah come on great point shout out to MGTOW University says I can tell you sons pay attention to how his mother carries herself thank you mom for not being a 304 she never had a man stay over baby you would just sleep that's all you was just sleep she would get them in, sneak them out, baby. You just sleep. She ain't, it ain't that she ain't never had one stay over. You just didn't see it, and that's a good way to. Or maybe uh, she it. went out to meet him, cause you know, like at least, uh, I mean, if I'm dating, I ain't bringing nobody home. Like you know, I had girls too, so you know, oh, I yeah. may come to your house. You ain't coming um, to my. But I guess I'm looking at it from the standpoint: if you are dating, like you don't immediately end up in a marriage or a full fledged relationship right off the back. But, you know, after a while, yeah, the guy is probably going to end up at your house at some point, especially if you guys are um, approaching a serious, a more serious relationship. For most people at some point, luckily for me, that wasn't the case because, you know, my husband had his own place and I, you know, he never, he's never, ever stayed over my house. Um, um, Oh, I wanted to read this real quick. Uh, actually, this is the wrong thing that I highlighted. BJ was saying before that most women are just regular, that most women are not on city girl stuff, that they're just regular. And I don't disagree with that, but I guess for me, the issue is the promotion of it. Or like, I think that the more that it becomes acceptable and the more that we're promoting it and we're saying, oh, you know, do you can do or wear what you want and no one has the right to judge you or people can't judge you harshly or shouldn't impact your ability to get a job or get a husband or get whatever. Um, there are going to be some people that's like, nah, I'm good on that. There are going to be some employers that's like, nah, I'm good on that for whatever reason. It could be me because I have locks in my head. So it's just the promotion of it that, and I think that we're p- promoting it almost with a false narrative or a false sense of, um, you know, you not being impacted by the world outside of you because of how you dress or what you do or the behaviors you engage in. Okay. 
Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, I also remember reading about companies passing on eligible candidates because what they found didn't represent their company ethics or mm -hmm. whatnot. Uh, Curlin, that's a great point yep. um, because companies nowadays will go through your social media to really gauge on what Child, type of person yes. you are. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So that's a great point. Thank you. So I fill the applications and they ask you for your social media, sir. I don't have social media. I don't do social media. What you talking about? Come up, come back and uh, find your ass talking about their exact company. Oh, like, like Sprite ain't shit. You know oh, what I'm saying? Why, why would I? I mean, and I'm I'm very vocal about just different issues. I don't ever want, no, I'm not putting that down, but you never know. They may do um, their own research and be looking you up too. So who knows? Yeah. Um, shout out to Black Vulcan 21. He says, Black boys and men are always told our behavior as teenagers have permanent or long-term consequences while we tell girls or women that they can't be judged. Um, Black Vulcan, you know what? This is the thing that I think that we tell girls. As long as you are beautiful or pretty, you pretty much can do and get away with whatever you want. Um, and I think that's the type of favor we show um girls um when they're pretty and beautiful versus um if a child is not seen as conventionally attractive. Um, but I do think the messaging yeah. is different for boys. I think I don't even think it has to do with just you being pretty. I think that if you have a nice body, I think um, in addition, the thing is, is that I don't think that white people have to police themselves in the way that we police black folks. But, you know, we look at the society in which we live in. We look, live in a white male patriarchal ran society because um, I've seen white girls can wear skimpy shorts and stuff. They ain't going to have as much hanging out the bottom of their shorts. They don't have they're not as voluptuous as black women are. So I don't think that they have to do the policing. And I think that that was one of the concerns that black women had too. like, oh, you know, white you people don't point yeah you know. um yeah because i remember like going to like white churches mm -hmm. at one point in mississippi and their girls dress like way more way less conservative than black girls would mm. when they go to church and i thought that was really yeah. interesting like they'd have on like low cut tops very, oh yeah. very short skirts oh I'm my gosh they're short. i thought that was interesting their shorts are always super short i told you i went to an all white school literally my gym shorts their gym shorts were short there they weren't they were like probably like mid thigh but the, the gym shorts i had a large and i wasn't a fat kid at all but they hugged my thighs so much that i had to wear boy gym shorts that were long into my knees but none of the other white girls had to wear boy gym shorts like literally because of the way that my body was i was told that i had to wear boy gym shorts you yeah, know i can so, believe it yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, so can a reformed 304 be a real woman? I just want us all on the same page with our definitions. Um, if she is a reformed, keep in mind, reformed does not mean that she is still acting in a capacity right. as a 304. A 304 that's acting in a capacity as a 304 is going to still be considered a 304. If she is reformed and you don't know, then you don't know um reform means yeah. her behavior has to change she has to walk in a different path a different light i agree but i think that even some men may know and they may be okay with it i think that some men 
Yeah, may know, especially if it is somebody that they deem beautiful or has a nice body or whatever. Um, I see a number of women who were former strippers and former women in different lifestyles that they engaged in and they go off to get married and their partners are aware of their past. So I do think that if you're reformed, that there might, you know, that you you can potentially redeem yourself in the eyes of some men. Okay. Thank you so much. Let's get back to the video. Done things when you was a young man that uh, maybe there's no video of it, but were you thinking as a young man, oh, I shouldn't do this because one day I'm going to have some children and my children might find out that I did this. And so now you're telling young adults that they need to think about what about the future, even though they're incapable of that. Right. We already know until age 25, they don't even understand consequences of what they're doing now. We know this to be a fact. So why are y'all and I'm not even so much talking about you, but see, fate, fate hates women. Fate is over there. The whole, whole title is there's a better class of woman. And I don't see any proof that she's any uh, a different class of woman to me she just looked like a hater on the internet she she hates women younger women beautiful women women who are freer than her she hates that and that's what i see in her a hater um yeah know, that's a good I, place to pause <laughs> i thought that was really interesting <laughs> oh shit <laughs> not big sprite uh I was just playing. I, I mean it. I was just trying to throw out something random. And Sprite was the first thing I thought of. Sorry. Okay. Um, you know, she said a few things. Number one, just before we get to the last thing she said, she said that young people are incapable of thinking about the future. Young people are not incapable of thinking about the future. We know that their reasoning isn't, their cognitive reasoning isn't fully developed until around the age of 25, but they have the capacity to think about the future. If that were the case and telling young people that, you know, they had to dress a certain way and that there were consequences to suffer for their behavior, uh, first of all, within the eyes of the law, it don't matter. But secondly, there are whole um, cultures where the promotion of, you know, dressing uh, and, and you know, dressing a certain type of way or not being revealing is, is, is promoted, encouraged, and it's instilled in the people within that culture from a very young age. Now, no, we're not telling people that you shouldn't show any skin or that, you know, first of all, you grow, you can do what you want to do. Like we're also grown women who have, you know, nice features and we accentuate our own features. We're not telling somebody like, don't get it twisted that like we sitting up here telling people that they can't wear what they want to wear. We're specifically talking about conversations aimed at younger people and even younger people, you can dress cute and you could, you know, have on, you know, you can have on clothes that are cute and trendy. Um, we're talking about, especially when we're having conversations about little kids who are, you know, too young, like kids that are still mastering the art of language and having them in outfits that emulate what maybe a grown woman would wear. But we're not policing anybody's clothes, nor are we saying as women that you can't show a little skin or be sexy or feel sexy. Like, not at all. That's not what we're saying. Um, do you have anything to add to that or you want to move on to her last comment? Um, yeah, I don't have anything to add to that. I think you covered it spot on. Um, I think with the, the fact if you try to call out certain behaviors, it seems it's, it kind of seems like Bob wants everybody to mind their business 
um let everybody just do what it is that they're doing but i think how society is going in the way society the direction that society is going in now i don't necessarily think that it's a good direction but it doesn't seem to me that bomb thinks that it's going i think she thinks everything is fine and i i don't know it's it's a weird thing to me but i don't think faith hates women i think faith understands that women also need correction just like um the men do we we feel like everybody needs a bit of correction in society i i don't i i that's how i see it i don't think faith is a hater um yeah i don't i don't look at her as a hater i, I just think she thinks that society needs correction um I agree. I don't see Faith as hating women. The interesting thing is, although, you know, there was, um, you know, there is a consensus that our, our channel is not a safe space and there was a disagreement between you and Faith and things. Um, I think that like Faith is probably more like minded than us than she is a lot of the women in that space because they're more liberal, whereas we have more conservative thought processes. Um, I do agree that Bomb is taking the stance and I see a lot of women do this, that if you have something negative to say about women, you don't like women. If you're trying to hold black women accountable, you don't like women. If you are not 100% in with the sisterhood and you disagree with some of the behaviors that we see black women engage in within our community, if you're calling them to the carpet, if you feel like as black women, we can do better, we can level up, that we should challenge ourselves to be the best version of ourselves possible. You don't like women. You hate women. It's something wrong with you. And I think that that's a farce. I think that that's very dangerous thinking because it means that we can't ever be better. It means that we shouldn't challenge one another to be better. It means that, you know, like like the, the, you know, therapy is, is, you know, shouldn't exist. It means that, you know, self-care and all the things that are heavily promoted amongst black women, all these movements and black girls rock and black girls in tech and how to level up and black and living a soft life and black girls in luxury, all of these things that exist, what do they exist for? They're challenging you to want the best for yourself and to do what's best for yourself and to be the best version of yourself. And that's essentially what we're doing when we're saying a better class of woman saying for me to say that you know there's a better class of woman or that you know we should aim to be a better class of woman that means that everybody has the capability of doing just that we all have the capability of either stooping you know very low and behaving as our lower self or um we have the capability of trying to be the best version of ourselves constantly striving to be a better you and you know to to you know, I think that you're challenging women to do that when you make some of this content and, you know, bomb don't like it. Facts. Um, MGTOW Universe, I'm going to read your super chat in just a minute, but I do want Concrete to answer this question. Do you really see black women acting like 304s in the community? How accurate is that? Uh, I think that's a good question. Um, part I think of my own observation. Too. Huh? I think it's a good question too. Yeah, per my own observation in my own community, I don't really see that. Um, I see examples of it, you know, in media. I see examples of it on social media, but I also see examples of it in actual media, news media. Um, I see examples of it with videos that are posted showing black women engaging in certain debauched behavior. Um, in my real everyday life, I mean, I'm an, I'm an introvert. I'm a homebody. I go to work. I spend time with my children and my husband. So I'm not in places that women would generally behave like that. I live in the suburbs of Atlanta. I don't see that. Um, 
But, you know, I also don't see people out robbing, mugging, and killing and stealing, and we know it happens. Also true. Um, Concrete, I'm going to have to echo your sentiments when it as it pertains to that because the area that I stay in I don't see a lot of it in my area but if I go to certain areas where um it doesn't seem like it's a thing I I think it's more permissible or you know you you see it more so in other areas um but yeah, yeah I, I I don't think it's um I think you do see I don't think it's all black women I definitely oh, don't think it's all black women but you do have some that do um yeah, and I, I'm going to read the super chat. We're going to get on with the video. because I'll I, just I say real quick, too, in the chat, if for, for the men, and I'm talking about if you see it in your everyday life, because Kit Cloud was calling Cap, but if do you guys in the chat, do y'all see um, examples of black women um, behaving as 304s? Like, not online, I mean, like, in your everyday lives, or is this something that's being blown up? It, it's like a minuscule percentage of black women that behave in this manner, and it's something that we're overemphasizing and having a conversation about, but it, it's not applicable to most people. Do y'all see it? Mm. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, so again, since we have a city girl culture, how do we promote a real woman culture without oppressions or subjugation? Women aren't doing it themselves. Um, MGTOW Universe, that's very interesting because when I talk to men about this specific subject, about women being oppressed and subjugated and how much control that men wanted to have over women, most men, no, all men that came up here said they, they didn't want to control women. They mm -hmm. just wanted the women to act right. When I brought out the point, well, they're just not going to just do it because they want to. Um, nobody had an answer for that. So I think it's interesting um, that you say that because we definitely asked the men what, if, if they had the choice to control women, would they control women? And most men, if not all, definitely said that they don't want to control the women at all. They just want the women to act right and be nicer. But yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I agree with you. Um, I see like some comments in the chat real quick and I just wanted to respond to Auntie Wanda. Auntie Wanda, I can't say that I've never that I've went to clubs and never seen anybody twerking because I have. I've seen women twerking in brunch restaurants. I've seen women twerking in lounges. I don't really do clubs, but you know, since twerking has become a thing, I've probably frequented more uh lounges and I absolutely see women twerking. I don't know that 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 in and of itself is the only behavior that I would associate with hoes, quote unquote. But I've seen women engage in more debauch behavior when I frequented places that would be like I, I lived um, when I lived outside of Chicago and my ex, he was from the south side of Chicago. I saw women engaging in debauch behavior, maybe not twerking, but, you know, very vulgar language, you know, smoking blunts, like, you know, gang banging and just, you know, things that would not be considered ladylike at all or that I would not want to promote to young girls. Um, but I have seen women twerking in restaurants and clubs. Um, Jay the Conqueror, he says, go to Miami on spring break and then uh, ask yourself this question again. Hell, you could go to Atlanta for Freaknik if you had any of that mm -hmm. footage. Listen, it was real out here. Any was... Saturday night you go to a big club in Atlanta, baby, they twerking. Trust, trust and part. believe they twerking. Yeah. 
uh, I twerk in the house or I try to because y'all know I don't know. I don't know. What do. <laughs> but, baby, these knees is not twerking for nobody. Baby, Curlin don't do nothing. Curlin <laughs> be falling over laughing at me. I ain't I even gonna trying. try it. I, you know, I was thinking oh, I gotta go um, see if, if I hold on to the dresser, this. maybe. But yeah, I ain't even doing it. Going on to the dresser. I said, if I hold on to the dresser, I said, my baby, knees. I'm not gonna do this with you. My knees. <laughs> Well, at least you're talking it. Never mind. Whatever. Okay, I'm press play. Yes. And that's a fact. Cause see, I I I might be a better class. Maybe, maybe not. Right? Depends on who look who who we judging it against. But I'm not on here judging other women for what they do, especially younger women. And she is. She like she likes to do that. So can you? Put, I would love for Faith to show me that she's a better class. Cause class isn't what what she claiming is, but I, I I could go that route, go the route she's going, because she's in church that makes her a better person, a better class of person, because she dresses a certain way. Although I seen pictures of her right here on the in, right here on YouTube that looks like those are uh, women who are looking for sugar daddies, right? So I'm I'm just saying her 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 point of view is just hater a hater. And I'm gonna leave Can that we that pause right there? Go forward. Once. Yeah. So before Faith okay. answers, I just want to say that. Oh, girl. Uh, before Faith answers, I want to say that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So the same. No problem. Okay. Um, I wanted to say real quick. Uh, BJ, I agree with you. I was just responding to Auntie Wanda. That's the only reason because she said she's never seen anybody twerking in a club. But I agree. But um, real quick, she said something about class because she was saying that uh faith's definition of class is not what class is and i wanted to know before i'm assuming he's about to let faith in um wh what like what what is an example of you know if you want to define class first and then give examples of behavior that women can engage in that would essentially um be a demonstration of what a classy woman is um to me a classy woman basically knows when to be appropriate um, there's lingo, lingo and dialogue that we use amongst our friends versus we use when we're going um, to professional settings. Um, being Knowing how to carry yourself, um, having a certain regalness about you. Um, when I was young, it was something that my mom told me if I had on something very short, then it needs my my titties needed to be covered up. If my titties were out, then my legs needed to be covered up because she thought it was classy. Um, knowing how to eat, knowing how to use a fork, spoon, whatever, whatever. Um, knowing how to behave yourself in whatever settings that you're in that's appropriate for that setting. And I think Faith was trying to get down to the bottom of how we carry ourselves in certain settings um, versus us doing wherever, whenever, because we feel like we have the right to. Um, and, and class, classy, listen, this is a thing too. And Faith also brought up this point. Um, she was saying that it was a woman that was like her uncle's girlfriend that was a hoe but she didn't know it because the woman know it know how she knew how to carry her carry herself and i think women knowing how to carry themselves being able to speak well and not to say that you can't do your xxx activities outside of that but just in knowing that there is a time and place for everything 
And I think that we're we're beyond that. Um, Faith talked about women fighting to get to the freaking bottom and she was spot on. We're the only fucking race of people fighting to wear bonnets outside, fighting to wear pajamas and flip flops and ratchet shit all over the place. We're the only ones fighting to do that with no freaking cause. It's because I feel some type of way. I just want to do it. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is if you didn't see anybody else doing it, you really wouldn't even have a certain type of thought process. And I, I feel like a lot of that happens. So I, yeah, I, um, I agree pretty much with your definition. I say, you know, someone with elegance and grace and, you know, sophistication and someone eloquent and mannerable. And it's all in like the way that you carry yourself. And I've seen women who are um, ladies of the night and they still carry themselves in a classy way and, you know, uh, in a very regal way. And one would not approach them as if they were trash, despite the fact that, you know, their business may be you know, working in the streets. So I don't think it's a thing of like social class and where you are as it relates to that. And even your occupation, I think that it's really all in how you carry yourself. Um, I want to read the super chat real quick. And I do want to hear what faith has to say. Read this um, one first because you skipped. Oh, we missed one. Um, MGTOW Universe says, when we had this convo, I believe I responded with that men are also raised in feminism. Uh, hence why they didn't. I'm not sure what he was referring to. He was referring to the conversation that I was talking about with the men. Yeah. Um, even if they're raised in feminism and they're not able to see what feminism has done benefit wise, um, detriment wise, that's a problem in itself because feminism, I think has hurt men more than it's hurt women, of course, but I think it's going to come back to bite women in the ass. That's my opinion. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, men support feminism way more than you guys would like to give your yourselves credit for. Um, I think that's, that's a good thing. point. That's yeah. a good point. Um, MGTOW Universe also says, but I think men know there has to be a system of discipline for women as well as men, by the way, uh, for real change to happen if men care enough. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I think you're not going to be able to convince the men to care um, until something really bad happens. And I think it's the same thing on the other side. But yeah, here we go. Um, Auntie Wanda said, "Child Becky is wearing bonnets in public now, so it's gaining popularity and becoming acceptable." I haven't seen that, and maybe like you know, just it might uh, be a California thing because I yeah. I haven't seen it like that either. Mm -mm. I haven't seen it. Um, shout out to No Cupcake Zone. He says, "Best blame, explain, exchange." Explain, explain shame, twerk, life. Uh, he's saying they engaging in um, blame, ex blame, shaming, and explaining as it relates to twerking in the chat. They're they're um, playing the blame, shame, explain game. Or maybe we are. They'd be all right though. <laughs> no, we we're not. Okay, I'm gonna get back to the video. Anyway, bomb chair, you said that the picture might not be true or completely factual, so we should not take it as is. That's the same way of the pictures that Faith has posted to her profile. Even though to you, it looks like she's looking for sugar daddies, there's nothing that denotes actual seeking arrangement or seeking sugar daddies. This is what I didn't your say opinion that. is. Now you, 
Like, no, you making that up? I never said she looking for sugar daddies. I said her picture is nothing different than a woman who is posting on sugar daddy sites. I'm not saying Faith is looking for sugar daddies, but I'm also saying that a picture is a picture is a picture is a goddamn picture. Right, they got women who opinion, though, of the picture. You see what, what I'm you saying? What you mean, so my opinion? opinion? I'm not. What you mean, my opinion of the picture? Y'all the one okay. judging people. Am, am I in my picture on all fours with my butt up in the air? Oh, um, with, oh, with a G string on. I mean, this, this, I mean let, let's, let's not pretend that we don't know what we're talking about. I'm in oh, my no. car with my lanyard around my neck, and mm. you can see some bosom. That's it. I'm not on all fours. I don't have my butt up in the air, and there's no mm. G string. Are all women looking for sugar daddies with their butt in the air and the, the g-string or would you be no, able to no, no, I'm not. this is something that i wanted to talk about as well mm -hmm. when women do certain things what are they looking for when they when they take pictures like that and i feel like bomb be like hella disingenuous sometimes when it comes down to stuff like that what the hell are they looking for then if they're walking around with their asses in the air with a g-string on what what exactly is she looking for she don't sound like she looking for the bible study i don't know yeah um i think it's one thing for a woman to just post a sexy picture maybe a picture where she has on a figure flattering dress or a dress period maybe short dress whatever but if literally you are on all fours and you got your your tail tooted up I would think that that is, a, I would consider that a sexually explicit picture and that you want attention from men. I mean, or women or both, you know. Let me ask you a really quick question. <laughs> when women say that they're doing stuff for themselves, how true do you think that is? Um, I call cap. Um, I do call cap as it relates to that. Now, I do hear some women say, I think women can be very competitive. So there may be some truth to the point that when, when women say, I do it for other women, because I've heard women say that. Um, I think oftentimes it's generally for male validation, but we are also competitive. So it might be to outshine another woman. But that's still for a man, male validation. Mm, okay. Um, shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, a classy woman understands and know how to work her femininity a classless classless female misuses and abuses her femininity mm -hmm. um <laughs> very interesting yeah I agree. and shout out to MGTOW universe again he says women know what they're doing when they have those girls out though um yeah we do mm -hmm. we do we absolutely do that's an interesting point because um i think as women you know when i think about myself as single like the way that i dressed when i was single i'm far more conservative as a married woman and, and when just being in a relationship i was far more conservative especially because of who my husband is but i um still even as a married woman may accentuate certain body features because i feel like 
they make my clothes look good. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm definitely not doing it in hopes that a male will even look my way. Um, I guess maybe I've come accustomed to accentuating certain, certain features because I've done it for so long. And I know like if my clothes hug a certain part of my body, I feel like it makes me look better. But that could be my unconscious you know, I, me being unconsciously influenced by what males find attractive, I, I, I can agree to that. Um, <laughs> it's so funny um, because I did post a picture up the other day and you can't see like my full breast or anything like that. And I'm much more conservative as a married woman than I was when I was single and even in a relationship. And I think I've grown out of certain stages of clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not certain types of things that you don't have this, you don't be on the same type of time. But when it comes down to showing off your shape or showing off um, the perkiness of your breast or whatever, these are things that we have become almost desensitized to because nobody ever says anything about it and it's be it's become a norm so when we put on things we may not necessarily have the thought process well yeah i'm putting on this low-cut shirt so you know these men will look at it look at me but when we do do certain things you know it might be like oh i put on this low-cut shirt because it looks good but um I think we we at this age we do understand what type of attention it attracts and what it attracts when we do it. Uh, I agree that we know what type like, and I think that that's why I'm far more conservative. And even the shirts that I have that really accentuate my body uh, or dresses or whatever that I have, I won't wear them unless I'm with. Like I'd be like, okay, I like the shirt. Um, you know, I like the way that it fits, but I wouldn't wear it out. Um, but I think to Auntie Wanda's point, like certain features that you have, certain body parts that you have, if they stick out, it ain't nothing you can do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you would have to wear a burqa uh, in order to cover up. That's true. All right, let's keep playing. I'm not saying that at like all. You. you introduced that, but you you're talking about my pictures. And talking yeah, about is no, no different. Pictures. And I'm like, no, this is just a headshot. Like normal women take headshots. Uh-huh. And so if I go show you sugar babies with just headshots, remember you the one who introduced the sugar babies. And and let them? me let me no, she I'm, did I'm I watched the video to get the full context of why I was talking about sugar babies. I was actually talking about that with the sugar baby, or uh, you just found out about the sugar babies because they started talking about it on tv shows because it's not that that is not no no see you you're taking probably okay. you don't know because the little bit that you do know you have now they call them sugar babies but that is nothing different than the women who was always saying that but in your eyes, because it's new to you, sugar baby, you think that that's something new. And just like you said, it's evolution. But actually, no, sugar baby isn't anything new. It's been going on since the dawn of time. But when we're talking about the level up movement and we're talking about how we got so far off point from women talking about not settling for less, um, you know.
doing better for yourself, um, you know, fixing yourself up, how to make yourself look pretty all the time and what to wear, the best clothes to accentuate your outfit and all this type of stuff. We got away from that. And then all of a sudden, the sugar babies and the prostitutes and the horrors start coming in and they started talking about how to get the bag. So the level up movement turned into the get the bag movement. And it had nothing to do with a woman bettering herself or showing her best side of herself. It, it, came, it became everything to do with selling ass and, and hopping up and down on an old man and all this other stuff. That's what it became about. That's what I was talking about, how it evolved from that to that. But, but you're wrong about that. Right? Because no, the, not, the, I'm, I'm not wrong women, about that at all. The, the, the women are talking about going to college. They're educated. They are the most educated. Right? right. And, Those are the women that were part of the level up sector of the movement. But the women that are talking about being sugar babies, they're not talking about going to college. Well, the women not all of them. Babies, you have you have a few, but the majority of them say they don't want to work. Um, what did you think about that exchange? Because I, I thought now I thought that was super mm -hmm. duper interesting. Um, definitely interesting. I think that Faith landed some really solid points, and more and more I see that there's a correlation between kind of like some of the arguments that we make over here. But um, even as it relates to like, you know, sugar babies and like the promotion of, you know, this city girl culture. And of course, we know that not everybody is buying into it. But the thing is, in this space, even like we're talking to women who are 30 and over uh, that sh the city girl culture, sugar baby culture, that type of messaging is more influential to those who are in their 20s so those are like we may not have friends we don't most of us don't have friends in their 20s so we may not we may be like well we don't see this type of promotion of this type of things or we don't see these types of behaviors that's because it's not our generation that's being impacted the most by it it's the younger generation. Thanks. And I do agree that, you know, I hear a lot of women saying like, I don't want to work. I want to be taken care of. And yep. I don't hear uh, like I hear women nowadays saying, you know, to hell with college. Um, I know that black women are still the largest group of um the largest group entering college, but I think that um, that that will shift. And I still do believe that not these women who are saying they want to be a sugar baby, want to be taken care of. They're not doing it with the mindset that, you know, I'm doing it so I can be a better person. They want to do the bare minimum and, you know, be able they to want to do the bare minimum and gain the maximum. Yeah. Um, everybody is obsessed with these certain types of lifestyles and what we perceive as fly and shit. And women are looking, young girls are looking at other young girls that are involved in that. And all they're seeing is the private jets, the nice bags, the luxury condos and this, that, and the third. But nobody is talking about what happens um, to, for them to get there and what i've noticed so i, I do want to skip a little bit ahead in this video to where atari comes on um because atari and bomb faith and ck um also had a very interest interesting exchange that i definitely want to get off into but the sugar baby thing was just like wow yeah yeah
I just want to say this really quickly. We know that Hoenn ain't new. Come on now. But but the thing is, it's more widely accepted than ever before. Like hoes used to be shunned. Hoes were shame. Everybody in town knew who the hoes were. You didn't fool with them. You know, they were ostracized. Everybody walking down the street, they didn't have a bunch of friends. They, you know, they come in the church and all the heads are like hoes. Hoeing was not something that was promoted. Hoeing was not something that was widely accepted and people like yes girl get his money and give him that cat like come on that that was let me find out (laughs) (laughs) the heck we know hoeing existed but you know it wasn't we didn't have this liberal mindset that oh you know let a woman hoe if she want to hoe like and you know that's your body you can do what you want to do at the end of the day but i think our attitudes regarding hoeing has has changed okay um, let me skip a little bit ahead. I feel like they had more of a dialogue that I wanted to cover, but okay. this video was hella long and I did want to get where Atari entered the chat child. Let's see if she is right about here. There we go. Let's press play. No, I just wanted to know, was there, is there, um, a dress code at the, hey, Faith, is there a dress code at the family union? Yeah, you got to dress like you old. Hey, Atari. Hey, how you doing? I don't know how I ran across the uh, channel, but how you doing? I'm good. So I just want to address uh, some points that were thrown out there, then I'll pass to Atari. So saying that the picture might not be true or factual and that we, we because we can't investigate by asking the people who participated in a picture or video, make something fake news or possible fake news so we shouldn't use that as examples, that's disingenuous because that means- I didn't say the picture. I didn't say the picture. Remember? I didn't mention the picture. You I said-, said we were- I was talking about the message when you said, look at this person's daughter just came here and typed this. That's what I was talking about. The picture is a picture. And I don't, I, I got pictures right. just like it. And what? Right, what I'm saying now, is we, we got to take it as is when discussing right. it. You said, well, we don't know if it's true because something might not be correct or true or factual about it. So mm-hmm. we can't take it as is. So with that logic, right. it goes the same thing with the sugar, the, the sugar baby pictures that you pointed out. And also it, it goes into what's really it, wait, anything. Sugar baby? Wait a minute. See, dog, <laughs> What the hell is it's, going on right it's now? It's a lot going I, on. Yes, because I, no, I am not the one who mentioned Sugar Baby. Fake it. You played the video. But now you're making it seem like I'm the one to mention it. So with all I was saying about You came up here and mentioned it. Yeah. I didn't play that part because of the that's, video. You told me that. What's wrong with the you, Sugar you Baby? Video. I, did not, I did not see Fake video. Everything I see is through your video. You don't even know what you're playing? So listen, no, no, this is I what didn't I'm play, saying. I, hold on, hold on, hold on, Bob. I didn't play anything that Faith said anything about a Sugar Baby. Yes, you did. So you... No, I did not. Did you just, did. you talked about it? You talked about she So, no, I, I, pl- I played portions of Faith's video <laughs> and highlighted BMT's portion of what he said about uh, the, uh, the the teenagers dressing appropriately when it comes around. It was that. Because I heard somebody, I don't know. Entertainment who, industry. Somebody was saying Hold on, Atari, hold on, Atari, hold on, Atari. Atari, hold on. So, so Bob Trey, that's what I played. Now, if Faith had that in her video she could tell us if it was there or not i didn't play that part of her video you, well, well okay somebody so was, yes, somebody was saying something about uh it was supposed to be a level up uh uh movement going on but they yeah that's what i was about. talking about yes, yes i did i mentioned that and i talked about um the level of movement evolving to the sugar baby movement, the right sugar baby prostitute movement. yeah right right no, no, okay, so Faith, okay, Sugar Baby movement, but you said that Faith was taking pictures that are equivalent to Sugar Baby pictures. No, uh, I, what I was saying. You mean just like sexy, like sexy pictures, like legs. Just sexy and, pictures, yes. Yeah, just sexy pictures. 
And a lot of the sugar baby websites, they don't even allow the girls to take, um, you know, like the Instagram model pictures. They have to be like face shots and stuff like ah, that. And, I, and when I said that fake don't know what she's talking about, like I understand you don't know everything. Then she said, I know everything. I'm, And I'm like, apparently you don't because you probably never been to a sugar baby site. But the, the pictures they don't you allow got up, it. that's right. The pictures you got up is the only pictures you could put up. But you see, you wouldn't, you you know, you, you. you Oh my God! Thank you. Uh, no Michael. problem. But I, I I wanted to know like uh what like what because to me in my brain like because the sugar baby stuff is a brand new concept to me too. But it's like it's like women are out here just having babies by men. You know what I'm saying? They're not getting married to these men. Um, they're out here sleeping with like everybody on the block and not getting a dime or a quarter. Don't have two pennies to rub together. So I'm not understanding. Like to me, I feel like the sugar baby um. Uh, lifestyle is a part of the saying i'm only going to date um high quality men who can take me on these good dates and um who can help me out with anything that i need so to me i feel like that's better than a woman just giving herself away to a man out of hopes for love that's just my honest opinion i don't and a lot of the girls don't even have to sleep with the men a I lot of them don't. a lot of them do not yeah girl do you consider uh sugar babying the sugar baby lifestyle prostitution is that a form of prostitution to you if not you know what what is the difference or if you want to elaborate on your response yeah i, I do think it's a form of prostitution um because you are getting with someone and the problem that i have with bomb and atari it's almost like they want to glamorize this situation or glamorize sugar babying and glamorize um a lot of aspects of that lifestyle most women who end up in those situations it does not always pan out for them and if you're not a woman or a young woman that's really really up on game and you really know how to manipulate and get what you want you're gonna end up getting yourself caught up most you know, women don't make it in those situations with being able to smile and to slap the um 80 year old man on his head and he just giving them thousands and thousands yeah. that generally is not what ends that's not the result that's not the later women, on yeah. consequence behind that most of those I, girls end up doing little by little by little by little yeah. until they're full-fledged uh out there on the track and that's just what, you know, it is. what I'm about to go. But I do have to say that I do agree that most women, most of those women on those sites are not getting lucky enough to be a, a millionaires or even a man with six figure, his sugar baby and just be taken care of. Um, I, I think that that is more of a rarity. Um, and I do think that a lot of the women who frequent the sugar baby sites that they're going to also be into other things that according to women that we've even had conversations with on the show, uh, Amina specifically, who is fantastic. She's a tantric sex teacher and she considers herself a sex worker because she teaches, um, you know, tantric sex, but, um, you know, uh, stripping, there are varying degrees of what would be, what would constitute a fall under the umbrella of sex work and sugar babying would just like, you know, sugar daddies have long been looked at as quote unquote tricks or Johns, but I don't think that most women make it big or find someone that's just going to take care of them for the rest of their lives when they go into that lifestyle. Now, as it relates to them glamorizing it, I think that it's important. Like there may be some things that you deem glamorous about it, but you know, you need to have 
a full circle conversation about it and also talk about you know, the the downside, like being 100% honest about the negative aspects of that and what that entails. Like I saw something recently where a woman who was a sex worker um, was retiring at 75 after sleeping with thousands and thousands of men. So you got to get that thing beat up to you 75. To you, Girl, 75 I'm years so old done. before you Not can retire. Maybe there's no retirement plan. You got But, you know, uh, Bomb was saying, and I, and I definitely still want to continue playing the video because to me, this is like when it starts to get really juicy. Okay. Shout out to No Cupcake Zone. He says they all looking for that PPP loan pookie. I said that shit. <laughs> Thank you, No Cupcake Zone. Um, yeah, I definitely want to keep playing the video okay. so you can um, finish hearing the full context. Let's do it. Okay. A lot of them do. Wow. Like the okay. cam models and stuff like that too. Let me just get through this okay. because see, now okay. we going into the la-la land of, you know, leading women astray. Because here, here, here yes. it is. There was a young woman, I think CK, you put this woman on your um, stream when she was explaining about her being a sugar baby and how to get a sugar daddy. And didn't she at first start off saying the same thing that Atari said? Right. That no, you don't have to sleep with these guys. No. And then about 15 minutes later, oh, let him touch you. Let him do things to your body. Don't be a baby. So, you know, this whole you ain't got to sleep with him. Some of these sugar daddies want actual sugar. Yeah, but then that'll be up to the woman to walk away from this situation, right? You wanted to pause? No, I'm sorry. I'm saying a lot of them. They listen. It, they're, they're like, come on now. Most, most like that's a rare thing. A lot of women want to be like, oh, you don't have to even do anything. That is probably like one percent of them men. You think they don't want you? You know, picking their testes up off the floor and playing with them. Come on, they want you to engage with them. Like, what you think they paying you for? Most of them ain't just want you to come sit and read the newspaper with them. Come on, or watch Jeopardy. Let's let's know or Lawrence Welk. Let's not play games. Most of them want some sugar. Uh girl, no, you know the men just want to be able to be around you because you're so <laughs> yeah, sweet and pretty. Yeah, you so feminine. You just so sweet. Yeah, buy you a house and a luxury car just for you sitting next to them rubbing on their knee. Come on. like Exactly. And they don't want to see your vagina at all. They don't want to <laughs> see anything. They just want to sit there and look in your pretty, beautiful <laughs> face. I'm not buying that. They thing. just want to be, they really just want to be friends and just give you money because mm. you're so beautiful and you're so perfect. You know what and I think a lot of them think that like they want that Anna Nicole Smith lifestyle. Like even for her, she married that man and fought until her death you know for 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 the finances that he allegedly left to her like that's yep. not something that like is 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 that's not a positive thing to go through you know what i mean like you do all this and you thinking okay he about to kick the bucket so you doing whatever it is that he likes you to do and um you know at the end of the day his family like oh hell to the no 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 like literally fought even her her offspring when she passed away like no y'all not getting this money who wants to endure that like that ain't what you thought it it's not always what you think it's gonna it's not gonna end up how you think it will in many of those cases yep um but uh let's keep playing honey right 
These men, exactly. If that's her standard, if that's her standard, that she's not, they are actually walking away from the situation and the money. Yeah, because a lot of them are not even attracted to those people. And if she and if he's an older guy, it's like a lot of older guys, you know, waiting to talk to her. So it's a lot of ladies just uh get money off of the hope and giving the guy the um assumption that maybe hope. So you you day. think that these old men is sitting up here just giving their money away and not getting nothing that, in return? Just so they don't have to be just so they don't have to be with some 70 uh 80 year old grandma. They're excited to be with these young 30, 40. Uh, you're all women. They're excited just to have lunch with her, or have dinner with her. Seriously. Do you know how many women they can get to actually give them some sugar? No. And you tell me that they're going to spend exorbitant amount of money, take care of a girl, and not get anything, nothing, nada in return. This I is what you want. I think women you're getting. To think. I think you're getting confused from the prostitute and the sugar baby. It's a whole different class of woman. Like you have your ladies of the night. And then you have your sugar babies. I tried. They're all prostitutes. And, and let me ask you this, concrete, because mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm curious about your your thought process with with the same question that you asked me. Do you think that sugar babying is a form of prostitution? Yeah, uh, it falls under the the umbrella of sex work. Absolutely, it may it, there are varying degrees of sex work, but it is a form. Um, it is absolutely it falls under that umbrella. Um, stripping falls under that umbrella. Like there are a ton of different things that um, you know the the OnlyFans, the feet models, all of that falls under the umbrella. Um, and uh, you know, uh, Atari is sweet, but she has a very idyllic view of things. Like you got to know that that ain't going to be most women's situation, that he literally just wants your conversation because you 30 and he don't want to talk to a 70 year old. He can go get a crackhead that'll bust it open for him. Like, you know, come on. Like, don't, like, yeah. I, I, I just got to a point and I'm sitting here and I'm looking and I'm like, so now you have the majority of men because they're trying to diminish how many men actually want the sugar and then it's like you have women that are playing games and you're trying to create um the 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 doubt like oh well she might give me some ass today but these will be the same women complaining about what men do and how much shit men how many problems men cause by men playing games, but then will turn around and promote the same type of lifestyle and to promote women playing games and um, women being deceptive and dishonest and doing whatever they have to do to get to the bag. This is the culture that we're promoting nowadays. I agree. Eisen, um, dating does not fall under the umbrella of sex work. I'm sorry to tell you. I, I, I know y'all like to think because you bought somebody yeah, a happy nah, They really like to think that, that, you know, it's fair exchange, no robbery. I bought you a kid's meal. You old. That does not fall under the umbrella of sex Eisen work. Eisen be like, I bought you a happy meal and you ain't I trying to me. give up the ass. I got, you, I got you a foe for foe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me none in this backseat. Talking <laughs> about bitches ain't shit. What? God some of these fools are crazy, child. Shut uh -oh. out to. Sorry, I was hitting that. Baby, the same you time. get a little, a little pout. Ooh. No, I think we was hitting it at the same time. Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says those sugar babies are looking for old lusty Lesters and old dutiful desperate mm. dance. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what it comes down to. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. But mm, it, it gets deeper. Let's go. They're, they're all sex worker prostitutes. But, but I, I, honestly, I honestly believe in my heart faith. That, tell me, I want to know how you feel about this. The girl who's just out here having baby by Tom, Dick, and Broke Harry, right? They don't, mm -hmm. they, they don't, hold on, they don't get nothing in return. But I feel like a prostitute values her body way more than those women. There are prostitutes out here who are baby night. mamas who have had babies by every Tom, Dick, and Broke Harry before they even became a prostitute. So they did they two time losers. And then not you have the some baby, baby mamas that are still with their baby daddies. But not the sugar baby. So every situation is not the same. It's not no, it's as not. cut and dry right, as you're saying. Right. You know, um, that question where she says she thinks that some prostitutes value themselves more than women who sleep with, uh, you know, she's talking about financial value, which uh, I mean, like, do you morally value yourself? Uh, you know, if you can, I don't know. I I'm, I'm trying not to be so judgmental because I am more traditional and that is a realm that I, you know, in, yeah, that I'm, I'm still trying to work on my judgment regarding, but I wouldn't venture as far to say so far as to say that a prostitute values themselves more than someone who has multiple. I'm never going to say real quick. Let me just say this. Um, I, I agree with faith, though. I don't think it's like something that we could apply like blanketedly across both spec uh, across both categories. But go ahead, Danny. Yeah, I think she's absolutely freaking nuts for that statement. No, they don't value themselves over somebody who's not doing that. If you're talking about a woman that's out here just giving herself away for free and no standards, no whatever, then yeah, that's a woman that doesn't value herself. But a woman that's out there literally saying that, you know what, if you pay me, um, three four hundred dollars a pop i'm busting it wide open that's a woman that doesn't value herself that's a woman that will allow any and whatever type of man to get with her as long as the price is right that's not value that's not self-respect that's mm -hmm. you getting paid to bust it open and somebody being able to say that they were able to get a part of your essence which is your body and your brain um, for pennies on a dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. I, 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 you know, I'm one of those people that I, I'm very deeply spiritual. I believe that, you know, I believe in soul ties. I believe that you carry, um, you know, the souls of those who you engage in and on such intimate levels with. But um, I do think that some of them are, do just see it as a job. We've had conversations with sex workers and they've been very productive conversations and, you know, no disrespect Absolutely. to any of those, those women that, you know, were will and one man who would technically be in a category that would qualify as a sex worker too. Um, you know, no disrespect to them, but I do think that many of them do look at it as a job. In some states, Nevada, um, you know, they have a union. They have, you know, they go and go to the sheriff's department and get a sheriff's car. They have, they have like legalized it and they have an, a whole system in place. But, you know, I'm trying to think like, are there some professions that are considered more respectable than others? I would say so. I would say so for sure, for sure. And it could, it don't even have to do with, you know, being a sex worker, like for, because of respectability politics, a 
see the CEO of Elon Musk is going to get more respect than the garbage man. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the CEO of Johnson and Johnson will get more respect than someone that's picking up your trash. There are professions that because of respectability politics and the society in which we live, um, they're going to be seen as more respectable than others. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to read the super chats really quick. Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, I could be wrong, but it sounds like the value that Atari speaks of is transactional slash financial. It's all about free stuff. Um, apparently, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just dying laughing. I'm like, damn. Um, shout out to No Cupcake Zone. He says the Applebee's two for 20 was the standard for 304s. In 2022, the Wendy's fofo fo for the 304. But these 304s are winning, right? You know, yeah, he ha no cupcake zone has a point. I remember I was getting mad that they were saying that the price of box has dropped to $40. Mr. Fantastic was like promoting that. And I'm like, no, not y'all saying it didn't drop to $4. Like, wow, where, where are we? $40. What do that say about? What do that say about us? Four dollars. So you know, it used to be when somebody say, you know, they paid for something for four dollars, you like, oh, okay, they they slept with a crackhead. But they trying to make it seem like, you know, attractive women are going for a Wendy's meal and and the hit of a blunt. And and you know. and not even no cheese. <laughs> I give me. up. I give up on us. <laughs> mm. Wait till you finish. Hold okay. on. It gets worse. It's not the same. You're right. But some girls' standards are I'm not going to sleep with them no matter. A lot of these girls have boyfriends and stuff at home. And, and they why, just and husband. Date and go get their money. That's it. But they like know that they husband. are leveling their life up. Like, so you know, are we advocating that prostitution? <laughs> are, we, are we? I'm just, I'm just making it just so I can get it clear. Because right. I do not respect a woman out here just sleeping with these men. Hold on. I got a question. Okay. Are go we ahead. advocating that prostitution is better than a woman dating a guy and looking for love i would say that a sugar baby in the levels i would say yes i'm and and, and i'm fact, gonna say yes. yes as well i'm gonna say yes wow. Wow. Not, not, not sugar wow. baby prostitution yeah i'm sorry you it, it sounds bad because when you mention it prostitution it deals with money uh and, 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 and you wonder why i had a stream called a better class of women this is the mentality that i'm combating here Right. This so is a whole a single baby mama and struggle. Okay, but see now you're child. shitting on single baby mamas. Now who no, don't like black on. women? I'm, now you like like of not liking uh, black women. But now the, the now all the baby mamas are just dumb and they no. just laying down and having wow. babies by all these broke men. Now I mean, you're shitting on baby. They could have got a check, baby, a baby where they would have at least been uh, compensated, you know. Well, wow, been, uh, wow, the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy. I, I do see what they did there, you know. So they get to deem that single mothers are not uh, valuable, but like when an argument is made questioning the value of a sex worker, then you know they have a problem <laughs> with that. Um, I just can't even. I don't follow that line of thinking. Um, I, 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 yeah, it's it's hard for me, girl. I, I I'm sitting here and I'm I'm listening to this conversation, and they're saying that 
Because it goes to mentality and what we're mentally trying to to do to ourselves and where where we where we're at mentally. And for women to say, as opposed to you actually looking and seeking out love and rather than you get your heart broke or whatever, whatever, if as long as you are getting paid for it, that that's that it shouldn't be an issue. Um, as long as you get in your bag, that's the whole point. If you get in your bag and you doing good and you're able to live a successful life, that's it. That's that. That's, that's all. But nobody ever talks about the dark side. And I want bomb and Atari to talk about the dark side of that shit. Mm. What happens when your shit is plastered all over the internet and your neighbors and your friends and your family is able to see your ass sprawled all online. And mm. bomb, I, I want to say that bomb actually had issues with her own uh, mother-in-law coming across her, her oh. stuff online. You know, what are we talking about? I would have liked for him to push back or at least get them to elaborate on that point because I don't understand what they mean that like a woman look dating and searching for love uh, that a, a woman, uh, a sugar baby would be of more value. How? Like what What? What are you basing that off of? Like I, I can't even follow that line of thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Jay the Conqueror. He says, I'm sorry this married woman just said what? you heard it you heard it yeah it gets even better it still gets better hold on well you know in a shelter somewhere or in a hotel somewhere or not all bucket. baby mamas are check babies you have women with phds that are baby mamas but it's still not fair for her so to have to spend her phd on, on that town when that man who, who, are, who is hating it sounds like you are no, I love no, all women. I love all women. I honestly. Oh, and that's for the baby so mamas though, because they some dumb heifers that just no, 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 to have help with their children. I don't care if they got if they're millionaires. That man, he shouldn't have been some broke bum. He should have still been able to help her financially. Even and how do you know that she got pregnant by a broke bum? Because there are baby mamas out here that get pregnant by men that actually have money. And, and I say kudos to them. That's, and I, to me, that's leveling up. Not talking to some broke, dusty boy. If but got just money, because a guy yeah, has money does not mean he's going to take care of his baby. I mean, with the courts, he <laughs> has to, right? Unless he lied about his name and social security, he got to I'm take sorry, care of his baby. you got to stop letting say not, not, not if he knows how to have money. There are plenty of men out here that know how to have their money. That's the reason why you have so many women. The average child support payment is about $400 a month. And there's a reason for that. It's because a lot of these guys do know how to hide their money. Oh, wow. That's ridiculous. So now they hide their money but from their the children. You still call that good, huh? What you talking about, Bum? This, this has been going on since forever. What do you think right. women have but been I'm complaining saying, about but all to this me, But to wow. me, I respect the lady who's making, who's getting, you know, even if she's a millionaire, even if she got PhDs, if she's getting $400 a month for, for helping her with that child, that is better than a lady who is struggling. You, We've all seen it, and it's the saddest thing in the world. She's struggling. She's giving men babies after baby. You know what I'm saying? Not just a single. Or even if she don't have any kids, she's letting this man drop her car, just basically running her raggedy. Like, that is nothing to respect right there. You see what I'm saying? That's the difference I'm saying. You I'm know what? Saying. I, 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 I compensated. You know, um, 
they're, they're having a conversation. It's almost like, you know, the bag is better. Getting a bag is better than falling in love and, and obtaining a commitment from a man because at least he'll have to, you know, you can get that money. It's, it's, it's interesting, though. They're almost promoting doing to a man what they're saying a woman is done for allowing a man to do to her. So you want to live off of a man, do the bare minimum, have him take care of you. And that's problematic. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You don't see that as problematic. But you saying that single mothers having a, a man driving around in her car, you know, doing this and doing that, like you taking care of him. But you are essentially promoting and desiring the same thing that you laughing at single mothers for allowing, you know, and, I, and I'm not defending that type of behavior. I think that is dumb. But I also don't see the benefit in being a sugar baby. Most of those relationships don't end in commitment. Like why you want to tickle the fancy of somebody that's 90 years old? Like I, I just don't. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Shout out to L. Nixon, the voice of reason. What's up, bro? He says, if you're irresponsible as a man or a woman, you get what you get. Mm. There's no excuse or escape from your consequences. Turning that on others is dirty. Um, thank you so much for that, bro. Nixon. Yeah. Um, girl. Yeah. It gets better. Go ahead. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Baby, listen. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're from two e no, no we're at least from two the other woman. No, but see, you're, you're choosing. Okay. The A is a woman who's struggling getting $400 a month. B is a woman who I guess is getting nothing. So yeah, what you're saying, yeah, basically and, you're, you're giving us and, a non-choice choice. And she, both of them are bad. Free, one no, no, no. The $400 a month is hell. It's hell. It's a lot of women out here struggling. $400 a month is nothing. See, I'm struggling with is, that $400 a month. That is nothing. No, I'm not saying that. But a better I, class would not be an either A or B boat. Bro, that's, that's right, the, the but I don't exactly. Right, but and also let me say the girl who's dressed sexy, right, at the picnic, right, which which is there no dress out there. I don't think she takes away from our black. I don't think she takes away from our black judge that we got. I don't think she takes away from Oprah Winfrey. I don't think she takes away from Michelle Obama. I think it's this a is false equivalent because you're you're trying to equate the woman at the picnic to professions and professions. No, 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 I'm not. But I'm saying I would not look at her and say. She's making black women look bad. I'm gonna hold my head up high and say, "Look, we got Michelle Obama, we got Oprah Winfrey, we yeah, got Gail see, King, you're, you're, we got a judge." And, and they're doing their part not to make black women look bad. They are doing their part. But right, the but woman I'm saying, that shows up to the picnic with her ass out is not doing her part. Yes, well, no, the woman that's not doing her part wants to take. Um, credit for, for the stuff that women who have done their part have done. Right. Michelle Obama done her part. That judge did her part. Right. She didn't show up at law school with her ass showing, hanging out. She did right. her part. The right. woman showing so up I'm, to the picnic with her ass hanging out, what exactly is she doing for I'm anybody? It wouldn't bother me at all, but I'm saying I don't think that men who get dressed up every day and go to their, uh, their good jobs with the suit and they suited and booted i don't think that they compare themselves to their little thug pookie cousin you know what i'm saying i think that they, they know do. that there are we still do. real men i'm sorry go ahead no no i mean we, we do we do compare like we as men we do say hey you know you're you ain't you ain't nothing because you're not making this you're not making that we flex right, on but each i'm other saying does time. it make you feel less of a man does it make you feel like um yes is huh let the men speak Go ahead, commendable. Do when you look at a pookie, do you say, 
Oh, he making me look bad. Or see your reflection. No, well, that's and that's no, what Victoria I, said. Because I, I, I don't, I don't see don't, my reflection in I a, a, a woman with a But I say we as a collective are looking bad because he can pull himself out, but he chooses not to. Right, but Thank he still you. go so on I about your life. So okay, so so in everything that Faith mentioned in what I saw from the better class of women, there wasn't really a talk of people being entertainers or sex workers as a profession. Now, Faith, okay. correct me if I'm wrong, because a, a lot of a lot of this is a lot of this is talking about what women who are entertainers and and adult workers are doing, and we're saying, well, they're doing this, they're getting paid, this is good. So what, and Faith, correct me if I'm wrong, did you mention anyone who was uh, an entertainer who was getting paid for um, like being a sex worker? No, I didn't. Yeah, I think Sugar right, Babies so, are every, I think so, Sugar ho, Babies are every day. So I, I didn't, and, and ho, hold on, and I, what, I, what I laid out, I didn't either. I didn't say, well, okay, if she's an adult film worker, because I said it in the beginning, you all might've missed it, I was like, what they're wearing, they're okay with wearing it out because they feel safe. So my laying out was about safety and how to increase safety. And I also laid out that you can't completely eliminate threats, but you can increase safety and you can decrease risk. And what Faith laid out was different ways to have a better class of women. Well, we're, and we also need to have a better class of men. The pushback that we get are people who they indirectly promote a lower class of women. They promote right. racing to the bottom and dysfunction and toxicity. Because think about it. And, and all the examples that we're given, it's two evils. We're not talking about women being engineers. I don't see nothing evil no, uh, about a woman being hypergamous. No, so hypergamy is an idea or a thought process. We're not talking about hypergamy as an idea. We're talking about a better class of women and here are the bad classes and here's why. Let me ask you a question. I'm gonna read the super chat first. Shout out to No Cupcake Zone again. Thank you so much. He says, they say when you do what you, oh, I could post it. They say when you do what you love, you will never work a day in your life. She doesn't consider 304 <laughs> work. Oh my gosh. That's bombs logic. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that is her logic. Um <laughs> why I forget my question. Um, he was saying like the better class of women in promoting um evils you know, like we promote certain subsections of our society mm -hmm. and we promote a lot of city girl culture. Um, I forgot what my question was. Oh, well, I, I, I but it was a good question too. I thought it was great. Um, I was, I think I was going to ask like with the promotion, do we, do we allow a subset of our, of our, of our culture to speak for all women? Um, I think that, um, you know, we are a created subclass and the lowest 
of our community is a reflection of us. Um, people aren't saying, oh, Black people are awesome. We have these examples, Oprah and Tyler Perry. That's not how society sees us. So although, you know, Atari may be promoting that a woman who is a, a sex worker or a woman who has not done the work and, you know, is engaging in debauch behavior should be able to ride the coattails of a Michelle Obama or someone who has done the work. Uh, society is looking at black people as though they, and they will regardless, but you know, we're seen as less than, and partly it's because of the, um, people who are the lower tier people in our communities and in our society. Um, they are a reflection of us. We like to um, we like to separate ourselves and want to have this individualistic mindset. Oh, that ain't me. That's Pookie them or that ain't me. That's Shaniqua them. No, you are Shaniqua. Uh, the world sees you as Shaniqua too. So, and that's interesting that you say that. Um, it's interesting that Atari doesn't want to separate those women and want to actually, it's almost like put those women in the same box. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about those women that actually worked hard as opposed to another woman laying on her back. To me, they're not the same at all, period. Um, what do you think about that? Because it was just I, interesting. Huh? I, I don't think that they are the same. And that's not to say that, you know, because when we talked to Crystal Cooper, she was doing the work. She's a sex worker. She talked openly about it, works in a brothel, also works in a strip club, but she is literally helping to get, has helped and is helping actively to get legislation passed in, sure um, you know, in order to allow like, you know, more rights for sex workers, as well as to change the system around how things are done in Nevada. So, but I don't think that most are engaging in that type of um, monumental uh, action. Um, and so, you know, I, I just personally, you know, don't think that we should look at those who are essentially behaving as their lower selves and give credit to them for those who have, you know, excelled and, and pushed themselves to be the best version of themselves. I think that that is almost dismissive of those who are doing the work. Yeah, I think you have a good point, um, especially with thinking about Crystal. But I don't look at all women like Crystal was a different presentation. Oh. I, I, I agree. And I don't think most sex workers operate like her. And I, my point is, isn't whether or not it's good legislation. I think that it is important. Like if without some of the legislation that she's worked to get passed and is actively working to get passed, you see more sex workers being slain. They're able to do it in a more healthy environment and safer. They're having to go get tested regularly. So there are some things in place that will actually protect the lives of sex workers um, with the legislation that she's passed. Now, my opinion on it is really moot, but really and truly, I think that even in this space that people should be able to take a, a cue from what she's doing and become active on getting legislation passed as it relates to lobbying for legislation for, you know, men's rights. Um, Sex workers' rights. I mean, if men are still participating in sex work, which they are heavily, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Is it good legislation? I mean, it would be a benefit all the way around, you would think. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's, it, it's interesting, um, yeah. to say the least. 
Uh, uh, I kind of want, I want, I'm going to fast forward a little bit, not fast forward, but I'm going to speed up the, speed it up some so we can get to the part that I really, okay. I've been dying to get to. So let's play. So I think we're getting, we're, we're, we're getting into the weeds. No, okay, actually, I think I heard somebody. Yeah. Okay. So actually this whole conversation has been a circle because it seems like y'all once she, once I say, Hey, she was talking about, she's the one who brought up the sugar babies, right? Not me. But then you tried to make it seem like I'm the one who brought them up. But then I, I explained to her that she don't understand what she's talking about. Then Atari comes up and she says, yeah, I don't think, you know, because that's not how it is on the sugar baby sites. Instead of- I, I would have to go, because I've never been- Yeah, you should check it out. So that's when I say, you don't, I, I understand when I say, look, you don't know what you're talking about and you take offense to it, but the truth of the matter is you don't know what you're talking about. And you, and but the truth of the matter is, it does not negate what I said. If yeah, you're sitting here talking about being a sugar baby, this is I, your aspiration in life. What, how, then, on earth is that, minute, how, minute, how on earth is that a good message to be giving to other women and young women? You sugar baby, and I was saying you're wrong about what, what you But how, how is this a great aspiration for women? I can answer how that. How is this empowering? Wait, That's what I then, want to know. Wait, 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 no, let me explain how you switch it up. And then after... No, I no, no, I, I, don't, I don't care about the introduction of I know sugar baby. I need to know how is this productive? How is this creating a better class of women? I can tell you... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. Pari, please wait, tell me how this is make it creating a better class of women. So, wait, I'm about to explain how they switch it up and trying to make it to Tory because now they're going to blame you and I for promoting whores, prostitutes, right? So I got to clear that. I do. Right. Well, I, and I don't, right? I don't promote it. Cause that's what they want to say, but I do understand. I feel the way you feel, but they no, I would not it. put any words that's in your mouth. That's the reason why no, I'm asking you directly. Right, how is this creating a better class of women? Well, let me, because first of all, I could break it down and say that uh, you haven't shown not one uh, one proof that you are higher class than even the whorish whore. Oh, really? And how have I not? Oh yeah, how uh, do you show proof? How do you show proof? Yeah, yeah. I, I need yeah. you because see, you're accusing me, so I need you to tell me how I'm not. You mentioned class. Show show everybody that you that they need to. No, no, no. I, you are tell us. So, what I wanted to get off into with that, with mm -hmm. a lot of those statements, is the comparison of whores to regular everyday women. Mm -hmm. um, that may not be about that life. And we are in a culture right now. So where that they're saying that the whore, whatever she, whatever a woman does, everyone deserves the same type of respect. And we don't do that with our men. If a man is bummy and he's sitting around begging for change and let's say you see him out on the corner every day and you know that he is not productive, you're not going to have the same respect for him as the man that you would see getting up and getting out and going to get it every day. Mm. Um, when a man dresses a certain way and this is the shit that kills me with black women, black women will look for every fucking reason to exclude a man especially out of the dating pool oh he don't have this oh he he ain't wearing it oh he drive this type of car oh hell nah hell nah hell nah hell nah then when it comes down to women well she's beautiful because she's a black queen and she should have the same respect as everybody else even though she hasn't done the work we should take her circumstances into consideration we should respect her because she's just a black queen and she, she could be better than you 
even though you get up and take your ass to work every day and you earn your money, she's better than you because she's able to go and sleep with hundreds of men to get whatever money and she has the materials to back her up. So that just makes her a better class. And that's what I'm seeing from this is the thought process I have from this. Yeah. Um, the, I, I will say this. Uh, I don't know if they, I doubt it. They probably don't know how to articulate this, but the only benefit that I could see is the complete autonomy that one has when she decides to sell her body. Despite that, I would say that, you know, um, I don't necessarily not respect a sex worker. And I think that my stance has changed as it relates to sex workers after having conversations with people who consider themselves to be in the industry. But I do agree that there are degrees of sex workers. And I agree also that we judge black men harshly for, you know, um, some of the behaviors they engage in. For one, I'm just going to make this comparison. And at first I was like, I'm not going to make the comparison because it could be considered a false equivalency, but drug dealers versus whores. So so one may say that a whore is engaging in, or I'm sorry, not a whore, a prostitute is engaging in um, some behavior that could be detrimental, that 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 impacts the safety of others, that, um, you know, if they're not clean, they could be passing along diseases, they could, they're engaging in very risky sexual behavior in many instances. And there is medical data to support this. And that's why often you will see medical professionals professionals targeting areas that they know street workers work in because they want to pass out condoms. They want to get them testing. They want, because there are, you know, certain things that are associated with being a, a prostitute. Whereas a drug dealer, he could be selling drugs to his own people that could be just as detrimental. Now, if we talk about the areas where leak prostitution is legalized, um, drug selling is legalized, not for black men, <laughs> but mm -hmm. uh, in many states, it's it's now legal to sell marijuana. Of course, you have to go through the licensing and there's a whole process and we know what that's about. That's to lock black men out of the market. But literally some of the very things that were once illegal and frowned upon and, you know, um, black men were criminalized for is now becoming legal. So I think that, you know, we can draw the comparison of how we as a community look at men who sell drugs versus how these women are uh, encouraging us to look at women who are sex workers. And I think we can clearly see the hypocrisy. I 100% agree. 100% agree. Um, it gets even better than this. Let's play. Oh, shit. I just want to know what is it? What is a better class of woman fake? There you go. Okay. Once again, thank you for ask, asking me the question. And this is what I, I was talking about. I'm talking about women who are actually about empowering other women and not kowtowing to the establishment and not sitting up here talking about, I'm going to try to conquer the world with my vagina. It's too much of that in our community of women. We think that we can sit up here and use our vagina as the answer to everything, the answer to poverty, the answer to getting out of jail. Our vagina is the answer to even um, getting out of taking responsibility for dumb shit that we do when we get caught up on land, sending our news out. 
You know, let me say this. If your pussy was anything like mine, you would you would be able to use it for all those things. But I see that's what I'm talking about. That is what exactly what BK is talking about. You're racing to the bottom because you think you can conquer the world with your vagina. You, 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 not think not. you go out there and use your <laughs> mind and get that PhD. You don't want to go out there and get an applicable skill. You don't want to do anything but use your vagina. That vagina ought to be wild by now. Uh, yeah, it should be, but it ain't because I know how to keep it tight and right. But you don't, huh? Can we pause? Okay. Oh, no, no. I need, I need a second. Okay, that was a lot. Before I say that real quick, I'm going to say this to JT Hellstrom. Um, JT, um, black men, some black men sell drugs for their families, to feed their families. And just like some of these women who engage in the sex work, they say that they're doing it to feed their children. I've heard black men say the same thing. Some black men start selling drugs at 11, 12 years old because they don't have. So yeah, um, they are putting their lives on the line, but sex workers are putting their lives on the line too. Um, so in, in many ways, because some people have fascinations, like one of the people, groups of people that you see that are targeted most by serial killers is sex workers. But anyways, um, yeah, that was a lot. That bomb just laid on us. Um, yeah. Do you want to go first? Uh, 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 um, uh -uh, girl, you go first. Go okay, ahead. Well, I, I think that it was interesting what she said. Um, first off, I do think black women try to promote their vaginas as if it's it's the cure for world hunger, as if it is somehow the answer to what's wrong in the black community and, and it's the solution. And I don't personally see that. I'm, I'm interested in someone who has an argument for an opposing argument, but um, as it relates to bomb, I think that bomb essentially just highlighted what Faith was trying to say. Um, you know, to make those type of comments about what's between her legs, and you know, and the interesting thing is Atari is cheering her own. When Atari is the main one that put, promotes that whole "all women are created equal" mindset, but. Um, I think that, you know, let me tell you something. The woman that like I'm a I'm I'm, I'm a dope ass woman. Like that said, I am a dope ass woman. And the last thing that you will hear me add on any list as it relates to my dopeness is what's between my legs because that's not even half of who I am. Like I don't put emphasis on that. So it's kind of wild for me to hear it's wild for me to hear a woman literally tell another woman that, you know, she is essentially jealous because she don't got the what she got between her legs that is just I'm even having trouble articulating myself as it relates to that because I don't know where to go with it um I think it's very telling and it's, it shows how she speaks and what she values about herself it, it shows what how she thinks and what she values about herself um I think faith had brought up a great point um because faith does go back to we have too much of this one thing that's going on in our culture that's not empowering us um, in, a, in the ways that we, we need to be empowered. Um, and I thought Faith, when Faith took that back to that, I think that she was spot on uh, because we do have a, a oversaturation of a certain set of our culture that it, it, it needs to be some cap on it. And I, I think Faith was right, but um hold on you know child. the other thing is too like 
you know, mom is 55 and for her to hold her vagina in such high esteem, you in your fifties and, uh, I don't know if she's 55, but she's in her fifties. And, um, you know, what happens when it's not as, <laughs> it's not well, as demanding desire say, you as much as they currently do. She'll say that she has a man to fall back on. Mm. It's it kind of like you my left deep. When I ain't got nothing else to do, I, I'm going to come back here and rock with you. Eh. It gets deep. Like, we're, we're, <laughs> child, it, I, I'm, it, there's the grand finale. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> my vagina is tight and right because I haven't worn it out. I know. And it hasn't gotten you anywhere neither. But being a baby mom. Oh, no. Oh my God! Like I said, yeah. I have plenty of of um wings under mama. my belt. I don't mama. have to use my vagina. I don't yeah, have to come the world with my vagina. You, you class, you got a class, but you a baby mama. Oh my oh, God! Oh oh, see here we go again. I she didn't say married. anything about mom, baby mama. Was married. Uh -huh. I was married. She was married. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my husband getting married away. again. Yeah, what what stopped you from see what stopped you from getting married again? You gonna use the excuse that he passed? I was working, working on, on my mom. children. We're working I focused on, on my. But another thing that I had to point out because these same women, bomb. I'm talking to you, bomb will sit over here and tell you, okay, everybody doesn't want to be married. It's not that big of a deal. You, Sister George, make marriage out to be all this big old great thing, and you running around here telling oh. people you got a husband and you bragging about mm. you having a husband. Mm. But now she will sit over here and throw her marriage in somebody else's face, Facts, like that BJ. makes her the better woman. Mm -hmm. Let's go, hypocrite. Hypocrite. Mm. Bomb, we're working on it. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. I'll, I'll tell her. Uh, Bomb, we're working <laughs> okay, on it. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm I'm working. Thanks, thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. So, so Damn, I think we're getting away we, from. We all so, so let me let me ask you all this because okay. this, this is what we mean by better <laughs> class of women. Is a sugar baby something you would promote to girls? Are you asking me? anybody okay yeah let me answer that so my thing is because i really 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 love women and i've seen the destruction and the horrible life that a lot of women live by just following this thing called love right because love don't pay the bills and stuff like that right so i've seen women uh struggle you know um by having these struggle relationships so all i'm saying you can call it sugar baby you can call it a uh, hypergamous you can call it dating up Whatever the case may be, look at what this person can provide you with. The Bible said that the man is the provider. So look if this man can provide you with something or not. That is oh, Bob Cherry left. Saying. No, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Yeah, that's go all ahead. I'm saying. That's all. That's all I want for every woman is to go after the provider. Go after hypergamy. You know what I'm saying? You can fall in and out of love with anybody, but the thing, but my thing is, stop this struggle love that they have pushed up on black women. That's the only thing I'm saying. Well, I actually agree with that, Atari. Um, we didn't say anything about um, going after struggle love here. Right. So so to me, it's like when you uh, shame, I'm not saying that you are, but I'm saying I hear like kind of like something is wrong with you for being a sugar baby. 
to me, if that's a brand new way to get women to think, to stop dating bums and stop dating men who cannot do anything for you, like the black community has basically shamed us and told us that um, we have to hold a man down. We got a, a ride or die. We got to pay half of his bills and all this. They have drilled this into our head. So therefore, when you have women coming along, you call them prostitutes, H's, whatever the case may be. But they're saying only. But you have prostitutes who are going around paying half a man's bill, going half. Yeah, financing I mean, I, a man's lifestyle. As a matter of fact, uh, CK, I don't agree with tell that. me, tell that story again about that prostitute that Can used to live over you a long time ago. Wait, hold on. Okay. Commendable. Okay. I think, like, you know, Atari operates in extremes, you know, like, because I've noticed that a lot, everything that, that Faith says, it's like, oh, you're saying this, you know, so you're basically promoting this, and it's like, no, I simply said this, and like, they, she goes to the opposite extreme, and I find it interesting that, you know, she would be okay with promoting, like, I'm gonna tell you something, like, she just sounds broken, because when she talks about how she's seen what, you know, being with a man for love, and I I think she said recently that she was married and had her children within a marriage and things of that nature. So, and I, I thought she said her husband passed away, but um, nonetheless, um, I, I just, you know, thought like if you, the, the answer to not dating Pookies and Ray Rays and dealing with bums, which I'm not seeing anybody promoted. I know that there, there is this mindset of ride or die, especially in this day and age, nobody's promoting it. The opposite or the solution to that is not going out and finding somebody to take care of you, finding an old man who's 50 years your senior that you can use and use up all his pension and social security to take care of you. You're literally promoting that women do what you don't want men doing to women. Um, I, I feel like you know she's skipping over a, a myriad of different possible solutions. Absolutely. Um, there was another part of this conversation. I don't know if bomb is going to come back up, but I want to say, hold on, let me make, I'm going to make sure Uh shout out to Dane C. He says commendable K sounds like a dude called truth as we know, um, that used to be on fantastic's panel. Um, Dane, no truth as I know, it actually sounds a bit more white guyish. Very sense. much changing the tonation, you know, all the things. Um, let me see, because there, it was like, they talked about the kids and I thought that all of that was very interesting. Um, as a matter of fact, yeah, that the stuff with the kids was a very interesting thing. I do think that they do dialogue some more about that later on in the video. Um, yeah. I just, mm -hmm. I did just want to highlight that. And what I'm going to do, are you want to drop the link for a little bit? Are you ready to show mm -hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're not going to drop the link because Concrete says she's ready to go. I'm ready. Uh, I'm starving. But listen, I, I haven't part, eaten since breakfast. Um, you know, I do, I guess we can give our summation of, you know, what our thoughts are on the entire stream. We can uh, go there. Um, I think that a lot of their messaging is a bit dangerous. Um, I want to say that the dangers of that lifestyle, um, Faith and Commendable K did uh, talk about the dangers of some of those lifestyles. 
the promotion of it, I do think is very, 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 very problematic. I think it's very problematic. Um, I think you can actually have some oomph about yourself without having to sell your cat in any way, shape, form. However, um, I think Faith made some great points. If y'all go back, Commendable K also made some great points. I would say go back and check that video out. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. But go back and check that video out. Um, yeah, it was an interesting conversation to say the least, though. You know, I would agree. I think that, you know, like, the you know, the mindset and to realize that people right now in this day and age, you need is a cell phone and internet access and you will have influence you can have influence and like if this these are the women that have voices that potentially reach younger women um it is a little concerning for me um i have two young adult daughters and you know those aren't behaviors that i would promote within my children um you know i don't i mean i work very hard I, i'm not encouraging my children like i want my children to live a soft life i'm encouraging them to make wise decisions and to be intelligent they both have businesses in addition to um you know their own professions that they work in um but i find that to be problematic i also found it extremely disturbing for um bomb to make the comments about her vag i'm still sitting here with my mouth wide open like this and like literally <laughs> as a woman even if i were like okay well that's one of the best things about me anyway i'm not going to talk about yours and compare mine to you i don't know what you got in between your legs like how much sense does that make and i'm definitely not bragging on I, I just felt like that that was something weird for a uh, older woman to brag on. I guess I would, wouldn't have been as surprised if it was somebody that was 20 years old um, bragging on which, what that thing do. And, you know, child, I, I don't know. I'm a little disturbed by it. I, I just kind of like, Oh, wow. Um, but I, I think that faith did well as well. I agree with, you know, many of her points. I think that they were intentionally misconstruing her, uh, talking points in order to be disingenuous and drawing the conclusion of like that she was trying to allude to these extreme things when she had not said that. Um, you know, I, I feel like um, this is it's really scary. These are scary times like to hear these types of conversations and know that young women are like tuning in and listening to YouTube and listening to content creators. And this is some of the messaging that they receive no wonder why our girls are having a hard time like it, it all makes sense it all this was a full circle moment for me because i realized oh mm. this is why they struggling yeah absolutely mm -hmm. um you said a mouthful it did he say a vag of honor baby, baby go, down. that's right now not a vag of honor yes <laughs> he ain't never lied i'm so damn weak that dang on oh. bomb cherry juice, baby. <laughs> she holds a badge of honor. That that yes. That, that it was takes a me highlight. back to B's first comment when we opened up. <laughs> like, oh, I done forgot about B's first comment in comparison to that, baby. I I mean, yeah. 
No, I'm saying the her bragging on it and her feeling like she's adamant that somebody was in her inbox because she really feels that that is something of value that no man would pass up the opportunity, you know? Um, I think when it, it was, I knew it was something else that I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. So... Um, there's a situation where Miss Olivia, the Oracle was mm-hmm. talking about her daughter going to school. And I want to say her daughter was her daughter or niece or somebody was 16. Or yeah. I didn't think right? she had no kids or baby. I didn't think she, yeah, had- she doesn't, she doesn't. So I don't want to misspeak and I'm, I'm trying to tell the story the best way that I can. So if I mess it up, y'all correct me in the chat. If y'all heard it today or whenever y'all heard it, y'all correct mm-hmm. me. Um, she was saying that she has a niece or something that's 16, but I didn't know that the child was 16 at the time. I thought it was like a young child initially. Mm-hmm. And it came up that they were talking about something about the girl's dress code and somebody touched on a little girl's, uh, rear or whatever. Right. Mm, wow. And the little girl popped the boy and she ended up being suspended. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, bomb talked about this situation today and said that the cops should be called on the little boy for touching the little girl. And I was curious as to what you thought about that. That kind of floored me a bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I would need more context. Like I can't necessarily comment on that. Was he intentionally being that man? Yeah. Yeah, let's say he was. If he was intentionally being managed, uh, managed, and it was my daughter, I would want some sort of stern action taken. I don't know if necessarily the police, but I would want stern action. I don't want my child to be assaulted. So I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, I am not mad at a parent feeling like I want to take it to the max because my daughter was essayed you know that is a form of you know sexual assault um i probably wouldn't personally take it to that degree but that is something that's pretty serious and i feel like the child needs to understand how serious it is because his behavior can escalate so she mentioned a situation where she was Manessa's bomb mom mentioned a situation to where she was eight years old and somebody grabbed her in her private area and she was saying that she wished the like the cops had been called. And I was yeah. thinking about that, um, you know, with our children being young and everything and them mimicking adult behaviors. And the same thing that I was trying to argue points about and saying, you know, what was what and what was mm-hmm. happening with kids and everybody had a fit about it. Bomb tells the same thing and says that the same thing happened to her, but mm-hmm. they never saw that little boy as a victim. Mm-hmm. They only saw that little boy as a predator. And she was saying that the cops should be called. But the arguments that they were making toward me was, well, kids will be kids and kids will right. um yeah and i thought about that and it was almost like a mind fuck because i'm like okay what happens when another child victimizes another child and now she's saying well you should call the cops but then when i talked about children victimizing other children everybody and a mama had something to say in regards to that argument you know the kids will be kids the verbiage that you use it was just a little shock yeah 
Yeah, but you know, they didn't talk outside of the verbiage. They made right. it sound like, well, you know, if, if that's happening, then somebody messed with the, the child. If the child is doing that, if he's that's mimicking true, adult behaviors, oftentimes right. they will uh, probably, you know, encourage the parent to get counseling or something for the child. I don't, I would want the child to receive some sort of help, but my first um, priority is ensuring that I'm protecting and defending my child. Oh, I absolutely think, I absolutely believe that, but it was just very interesting how, um, how, if, if the roles are flipped and it was a girl to me and this is just to me and I, I could be reaching and it could be a reach for me but to me it seemed like if a girl did it oh well something happened to her and she was a victim right. and she was a victim you fucking idiot that I, that's what was said to me but right. if a boy was if a boy turned around and was in that same situation nobody made that little boy out to be a victim more so than he was a predator even if he was doing something that was <laughs> less less than the situation that I mentioned. And I, I thought that whole situation was really interesting. Uh, I agree. I think that, you know, I could see the hypocrisy and, you know, we know that black boys aren't often viewed as the victim. We're socialized to not see them as a victim, to see them, um, to view them in a negative light uh, from an early age. So yeah, I, yeah. I can see. Um, so on that note, honey, uh, I'm yeah. done. Um, that's definitely, um, something that I wanted to talk about because when I thought about it and I thought about her situation and I'm like, okay, my, my example may have been a bit extreme, mm -hmm. but it, the shit still rang true. And when you, when you really get down into like, what the hell is happening with our kids and whatever. She yeah. herself had experienced a situation that was fucked up, that was probably traumatizing to her, that happened by the hands of another child. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's where I was going. But um, it, like I said, they had a very interesting conversation. Um, it was super interesting. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, Again, I, I thought that was a very good video to review, um, particularly the points, the, the, the part that we did um, review. I didn't listen to the entire stream, but some there was good context to review and to bounce, um, you know, commentary on back and forth and to just dialogue over that part of it. And it tied in perfectly with our topic. Um, yeah, it was it was just very interesting. Like I said, I, I pointed out the fact that I just thought that some of the um, talking points were problematic and they're a little scary thinking about how they could impact young girls and what we're promoting and what we are saying is acceptable for young girls to engage in. I mean, you know, not, if a young girl does get into sex work, that doesn't mean that we should shun her or that, you know, her family should love her any less or I isolate her. I'm not saying that, but um, it's certainly not the direction I would want my children to go in. And my kids know that it's not something I would approve of. And, you know, we're in a place where it's like, oh, if you want to, if you want to sell that tail, go ahead and sell it. You know, like, like I just sell it to the highest bidder. That's essentially what we're promoting. And that's, that's scary. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, well, shout out to everybody who came through and um, supported us today. Um, maybe we'll come back before the week is out and do a panel. Um, yeah. To have a, a, a discussion with you guys mm -hmm. about it. But it was definitely a very interesting stream. Um, but shout out to everybody who came through and supported us. We definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Thank you for everybody who supported us again and cash apped us into the chat. Y'all bomb as hell. Uh, um, no pun intended. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will see you guys on the next one. We are out. Peace. Thank you.